Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. It's going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News, and in this episode, we are talking about the Halo Christmas event, or the Halo Infinite Winter Convergence, or whatever it's called, the Contingency, the uh, <laughs> the New World event's called that. So this video is going to be about it, and why it's time-gated, and I checked it out. I do think there's good things about it. I think there's some bad things about it. I want to break it down for you. We always sort of start the stream with this opening segment, and then the rest of the stream is about a three-hour-long video if you're watching the past broadcast. So if you wanted the information about what I think, here it is. This is an SNTR update. The Halo Christmas event, or the winter event, is in full swing, and it's got some good things about it, but also some things that are causing confusion and maybe even frustration for players if they don't jump in soon enough. If you like these quick SNTR updates, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button, or check me out on SNTR Gaming, where I streamed this live. So the event goes for 14 days, and it started on December the 21st. There are 10 reward items you can see here I'm looking at the event in the preview pane for you they go all the way across and they do all say right at the tip top of them that they are free and that is good I actually think the themes and the colors are pretty good for a winter event I kind of like it I, I would I would wear that skin maybe you wouldn't and then they have this the I'm sorry the armor coating also they have those for two guns they have one for the assault rifle and then they have the one for the sidekick and you can go and get these things now one of the main problems is at least how I see it is you can only get one reward per day and it's confusing because at the top of this page that I'm on right now it says earn rewards by completing event challenges there aren't really any event challenges I mean you log in and the first challenge of the day basically counts as an event challenge and then you get your reward And then if you try to do anything else, there's nothing. There's no event challenges to find, and you're done. And I missed the first day, so I logged in today thinking, well, maybe I'll be able to get two rewards. No. Now, keep in mind, there's 10 items in 14 days. So if you start playing and there's only 8 or 9 days left, underneath this system, you can't get everything. And I know some people like the idea of a limited time event because if you were there, you got all the stuff. That's a great memory, and it gives you that motivation to play. But I'm worried that this is still too focused on the idea of we want people to log in every day. It's the holidays. It's the new year. People might not be able to log in every day. Maybe they play the first couple of days, and then when they come back, there's only five or six days left, and then they're like, well, I can't get everything. That's a huge bummer. I think a limited time event already requires engagement in order for you to get the items. There's already, I think, a healthy amount of what we call FOMO, fear of missing out. I think there's a healthy amount of FOMO in a limited time event anyway. You got 14 days. That's that's a block of time that you got to carve out to make sure you play either enough games or get enough XP to get all of the items. I would say what they need to do is let folks bank missed items after they missed a day. At the very least, let people do that when there's 10 days left. So as those 10 days wind down, no worries. If there's only five days left, you have banked the five items as well as you have the five days in front of you. If there's only two days left, like I think that system would work to allow people nearing the end to just bank and play. 
The other thing to consider is, let's say there's only seven or eight days left, and you can only play two or three of those days, but you can play a lot of hours. This, again, is my criticism of their XP system with the progression. After your fifth or sixth game, you get depreciating returns. You're only getting 50 XP a day. So if you play four or five games a day, Monday through Friday, and I play... 20 games on Saturday, you get way more XP than me because yours is more economical. It's more spread out so you get those bonuses every day and I don't because Saturday is my day to play. Similarly here with the winter contingency event if you can only play on these couple of days but you can play a bunch, it doesn't matter. You can only get one item a day. They need to stop banging on the drum of like we need people to log in every day and design things that meet the player where they are. That's my take on this what's yours if you like these sntr updates head over to sntr gaming i might be streaming right now and if i'm not be sure to sub here on updates and i'll see you in the next video and i'll see the rest of you this morning good morning good afternoon and good evening thank you for being here for the coverage of the Halo Christmas event or the Halo Infinite Winter Contingency uh, the the Halo uh, Winter event is in full swing and the, in my opinion they are once again missing the mark on just basic expectations from players about how thing how things should be structured uh, with with regard to not everybody wants to log in and play your game every day like I hate to break it to you 343 but That is just not how some people live their lives, especially around the holidays. Around the holidays, people are traveling, people have family coming into town, and they're not going to be able to make sure they log in every single day to get your 10 items. And the the items themselves, let's be honest, they're they're not even that great if we want to look at them. Um, Oh, that's the wrong cap card. Give me a second here. There we go. Uh, they're they're not even that great. I think the I think the armor coatings are cool, but two of the items are shoulder pads out of the ten. Uh, one of the items, so three of the items out of the ten items are just little modifications to your armor. You know, so seven of the items are cosmetic, and I mean this is the very last one. I have no idea why this is even in here. It it it, it doesn't even look good. I, I don't understand. So these ones are called Peppermint Laughter, and this one's called, called Sunset Contessa. I, I don't even know why that one's there. So the, the items themselves aren't even that good. I mean, it's not as if you're, you're going to have people that are going to be, like, super motivated to make sure they get all 10. They're, they're, I wouldn't say that they're bad, but I also wouldn't say that they're exceptional, right? And one item a day, I, I think... I get what they're going for. I do. You log in, you play a game, you get an item. I get that. And most people are probably going to be able to bank 10 days of the 14. I would I don't even know if I want to say most people. I, that that let's let's ask the chat here. Let's ask the chat. Halo Infinite Winter Event. Will you be able to play 10 out of the 14 days? Out of the 14 days. I want you to take this, I want you to, even if you're not playing, even if you're not playing, I want you to imagine you were a Halo player. Would you be able to play 10 out of the 14 days? Even if you're not a Halo player and you're not playing, you can imagine whether or not you'd be able to block out 10 of the 14 days. So if you're not a Halo player, you can still answer the poll. Would you be able to do that? Would you say, oh, okay, we got 14 days. I can log in 10 of those days to make sure I get all of the items. That's a pretty large percentage uh, 
of, of things. There isn't even an event. Well, yeah, you're, there's not even an event. There's not even like a game mode or something going on, and that's okay. Like, the, 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 I think these sorts of things can range from the very, very simple to the elaborate. I, I don't think a winter event has to be that elaborate. I found that the winter event in New World was very good. I'm kind, I'm like not in a position right now to put in play sessions on the stream. Too much is going on, and I'm kind of bummed because I thought the stuff looked cool and I kind of wanted to get, you know, get some of the rewards and, you know, it was going to, you know, maybe even help level my character, but I just, I'm not in a position right now where I can play and I'm bummed because, and that's appropriate. I think it's appropriate to have a, a, a limited time event. And if you can't participate, you feel a sense of kind of sadness about it. You're like, oh man, I wish I could play. And that's okay. Like, if you're going to do a winter event, the winter event can't run till April so that, like, Lono has enough time to play. But you never want somebody to say, man, I have time to play, but I can't play in the way that the, the developers want me to play, if that makes sense. I would be able to, but that's just my particular case. I know a lot of people won't be able to. Uh, I can't stand the white armors and the ugly color armor coatings. I actually think the white looks nice, but I can get, I get, everybody's got their own tastes. Only logging in or actually playing. You have to log in and play a game. That's how you get the the reward. So you would need to log in 10 days and play 10 games, like one game each time, you know, and the games are pretty fast. So it's not an enormous time commitment, but it is something that you'd have to make sure and do. I would have liked some kind of ice themed uh, helmets like Grunt Birthday Party or Snowflakes. Yeah, there was some guy who clickbaited the frick out of people. He put like, he put like Santa hats on the Master Chief. The, the, he put Santa hats on the Spartans and like a snow, a snowman head, and everybody clicked on his video. He got a ton of views. Some small channel. He clickbait the frick out of people. It's like those aren't even in the game. Like everybody, I think probably got excited when they when they saw what they thought was like actually cool cosmetics, right? Funny stuff. Lame items people typically might not even care about, but are still upset about the time limitations. I, I, I'm not, I don't think they're that lame. I think that they're fine. Like, if you want to get these skins, like, that's a thing. People like to collect. And so right now, you might look at that skin and be like, yeah, I'll use it for a little bit. You might look at the skin for, for this gun in particular, and you'll be like, maybe I'll use it, maybe I won't. But it's, it's nice to have it. People like to throw cosmetics in their collections and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, let's... Let's 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 have everything cuz who knows maybe one day down the line you decide you like this this color or whatever or you think you think this looks nice you know with some new skin that comes out people like to get all of the cosmetics because you never know when you're going to like either change your look or your style and so the goodness and the badness of the cosmetics is not really even worth debating cuz everybody's different it's a matter of these are items Everybody's going to want to get them so that they have them. So you can be like, yep, I got all that winter stuff. Cool. Check that box. And it's not designed in a way that the average player can engage with in a healthy way. It's like you need to log in 10 days out of 14, one game every single day. If you start playing this event and there's nine days left, you're not getting everything. If you start playing and there's five or six days left, you're not getting everything. You just not. You're like, well, I, I forgot, or I missed out, or I was traveling, or I, you know, I was, I had, I had folks in town. You know, good morning, feed. I see you in the chat. 
I feel like people are blowing out of proportion the Iron Man coatings, but the bundle has far more than just armor cores. It has coatings for weapons and other things with it. What Iron Man coatings? Is there something in the store that people are are uh, are upset by? I I've not. This is the first I've heard of that. Is it in the shop right now? Oh, okay. So it's called Fire and Frost. That is actually very nice looking. Okay. Oh golly. Yeah. That's. Oh man. That's sick. Um. I would. I would like that. And then, oh, you can put it on that. And then you can put it on that. So you can put it on three of the cores. You can put it on Mark V, the Yoroi, the Mark Seven, and then the Battle Right. Ooh, all oh, that white and red. Boy, they are trying to get me to spend money. I like, the, I like that color, but that's only for the Battle Rifle. And then the Sniper, and then the Bulldog... And then you get a trash removal stance. And then... That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Oh, for the armor as well. For the cars. Okay. I don't really care about this stuff as much. Yeah, this is a nice bundle. So what's the complaint here? People are blowing it out of proportion. Uh, the bundle has far more than just armor cores. I, I, I actually think this is a better bundle than most of the ones I've seen. Because you actually get the Iron Man coating for three of the armor cores. Right? in general having these like we don't even need to really talk about that bundle in particular I still think at its core having an armor coating that only works on a particular armor piece I just think that's such that's so short sighted just let me set that as my color palette and then I can go in and individually change armor pieces the complaint is that it's $20 I Complaining about price has never made sense to me because the, the determiners of whether or not that price is, is good or not is how many people buy the dadgum thing. Yeah, it's three shaders for 20. Basically, yes. So you, you, you get the Iron Man coating for three armor sets and you also get an armor coating for the battle rifle, the sniper, the bulldog, and a stance. And then you get a template, uh, um, I'm sorry, an epic nameplate. And then you get that same emblem for your armor for a for a warthog and for weapon i'm sorry no not a warthog a vehicle a weapon and armor so you get like these these this blade this blade tattoo thing or whatever this is you can get it's the swords it looks like you can get it for your emblem and then you can get it for your armor you can get it for a vehicle and a gun like this is actually a a, the, the most substantive bundle i think i've seen I'm not defending the idea that, like, you need to have this dadgum armor coating coating three times. I'm not defending that. But I will say that's actually one of the better bundles I have seen. To coat the armor you spent another 20 or 30 on. No, I mean, the armor coatings that this works on, uh, Eugene, as far as I can tell, this is the free one, is it not, that you can earn... Uh, well, that you could have earned through Tenrai. I didn't. I didn't do that, but I'm pretty sure this is one of the free ones through Tenrai, and I believe this one and this one. This is the one I have equipped right now. I believe these are free armor. Um, right there, it says requires the Yoroi and Mark V armor core to equip all armor coatings. So for whatever reason, it. I don't know why. Oh, it's telling me that maybe because I don't have them yet. I don't know. Uh, it's stupid. People need to stop buying them so they stop with all these lucrative prices. Boycotting works. I hate to burst your bubble, Cliff, because I know that that feels like it's going to do something. It just simply won't, given the nature of how many people 
don't go to the forums, Reddit, Twitter, YouTube, or anywhere else to hear the complaints and to just really rally around not buying. I think so many people purchase because they like it and don't care. There's so many there's so many of a young kids of a younger generation that are probably just bam, buy it, bam, buy it. They just don't care. The only way these prices drop is if is if you're right in this way that you're right. What I mean. It's so bad that the natural response is people don't buy it. It, it, it. You see what I'm saying? You can't convince people to see things your way. Like, typically people either already see it that way. They're like, yeah, it's too expensive. Or they don't. Like, you're not going to convince them to suddenly be like, yeah, you're right. This is such a ripoff. Most people are not going to do that. They're going to look at it, and in a moment, they're going to decide. They decide in that moment. Oh, I got to have that. Oh, it's Iron Man. I, I need that. I, I need to have that right this instant. And then it's done. The deal is done, right? You're, you're, you're never, you're never going to convince them to not, to not buy if that, if that, if that moment has already happened, if, you know, if they've already looked at it. Mainly for me, today's topic, the Halo Christmas event or the, the, the Halo Winter event my issue with the Halo Winter event, or what's it called, the Winter Contingency, uh, I called it the Winter Convergence, that's the new world. <laughs> winter Convergence, Winter Contingency, it's like these guys uh, were, were taking notes from the same speaker or something, it's weird. Um, my issue is that you should not be limiting people so that they have to log in 10 times and play 10 games. I'm, well, I'm okay with 10 games. I'm not okay with people having to log in 10 separate times. I, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't. Good morning, Noble Beast. Welcome in. Casuals just click things. They're not aware or concerned with these things. Not to mention Halo multiplayer being free to play would have been pointless if you still needed gold to play it on Xbox. That is another thing that people need to remember, and, 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 and it's a slight pushback on what Cliff is saying. This is a completely free-to-play game. So having a $20 bundle, it, take it or leave it, was probably their attitude. We don't care. You didn't pay any money to play the dadgum game, right? I can't wait to drop $20 so I can customize my Spartan to look like everybody else in the lobby. Well, and they update those items pretty regularly. So even this morning, I played a couple of games to test out the winter event. I didn't see anybody with the same skins. Everybody looked different. I had on my, 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 my look like a Pepsi Cola can. I had that on, I saw a red, I saw a green, I saw, maybe I saw a gold. I didn't see any, nobody looked the same. It would line us up at the end every time. Some guy had like green camo, it, it looked, like, it looked like, like, like almost like dirty camo. I didn't, I didn't see anybody looking the same this morning. What's good, Agent Atwood? The winter contingency is a reference to the UNSC's contingencies for covenant invasions of planets, if I recall. They say it back in Halo Reach. Okay, okay. It's why I uninstalled Magic Arena, because I know if I kept playing, it'd be so easy to buy packs because it's just a button press. Uh, then I can get cards and flashy lights. I almost did it this morning. I was looking at the, the Halo Battle Pass, and I was like, oh boy, man, getting that premium would be nice. Oh, look at look at the premium bundle. You guys want to see? I almost did it. I almost did it here. 
Uh, let me show you. It's tem- it's t- it's tempting. It's it's very very tempting. So you can buy the premium battle pass for ten bucks, and it it unlocks a hundred unique rewards worth over ten thousand CR. You'll also be given double XP boosts and challenge swaps to better optimize your gameplay time, and unlock an additional challenge slot to help earn progress even faster. But then they have the premium pass bundle, and you get all the great battle pass content plus one hundred XP grants. Enough for 25 Battle Pass levels. Jumpstart your customization experience. So that's super tempting, but it's like, man, that's $28. Like, I, you know what I mean? And you got to think, if they're doing this every season, that 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 turns into uh, it turns into quite quite a bit. You know, turns into quite a bit. And the I got number three. Why is it saying this is? Premium battle pass required. Oh, so I'm already I'm already getting hit with the with the phone with the FOMO or the or the, 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 the drive to pay. So I got to level three this morning and I got a challenge swap. And then there's this cool thing I can put on the front of my Spartan. I can't. Premium battle pass required. So as you're working your way through, you're gonna constantly see things like this that you can't get because you don't have the premium battle pass. So I mean, I think that's an adequate way to do a battle pass. So my criticisms of the battle pass rise and fall on XP earn rates. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying everything on here is totally free. Come spend zero dollars and you're going to get stuff to, to customize your Spartan with. And then to turn around and say, but however, there's some better items in here as well. And if you want to buy the premium battle pass, I have no problem with that at all. I think having a premium track that costs money in a totally free to play game is totally fine. I think people forget themselves. They go in and play a bland, a brand new free game and they get angry that there's price tags on anything. It's like, it didn't cost you anything to come in here. You understand that, right? Like, it would be like going to the fair for free. They just let you in and you can ride all the rides for zero dollars. And then you go to play the games where you can win prizes and they want to charge you money and you would be incensed. Like, I can't believe you expect me to pay money for this. And it's like, well, we let you in for free. You can ride all the rides for free. You can literally download Halo multiplayer right now and not spend a dime and you get stuff, you unlock stuff. You know, and all along the way, you you know, they're saying if you would like to spend some money, you can and it will it will it will give you more stuff to earn. I I don't have a problem with that. I think the issue is the issue is the the you know, the earn rate of the XP is the main problem, which again is primarily linked to the fact that they have a battle pass stretched over six months. Imori with four months of subs. Happy I found this community and channel. Oh, and that coffee. Yeah, we're testing flavors this week for the select. I'm, I'm supposed to try this this morning. Hopefully it's not too hot. I don't know yet. Yeah, it's still... It's still a little too hot to tell. Sometimes when the coffee's really hot, it's like hard to, it's like hard to taste it. I'd rather pay 50 or $60 and have plenty of enabled cosmetics on top of a microtransaction store. So you're saying you'd rather just pay the 50 or 60 up front and get a ton of stuff and then have the store as well. I mean, everybody's got their own way of looking at it. If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking about the Halo Christmas event. Why is it time-gated? And I'm asking at the top of the chat, Halo Infinite Winter Event. Will you be able to play 10 out of the 14 days? 
and even if you're not a Halo fan or you're not playing, you can ask, you can answer that question as if you were. Like, if you were a Halo fan right now, I want you to take the poll at the top of the chat. Would you be able to log in over the next 14 days, 10 out of those 14 days, and play? Because that's what you have to do to get all of the awards in the Halo in the Halo event. The the Halo Infinite Winter Contingency Event, like that's the name of it. They don't want your fifty dollars. They want ten here and ten there and twenty there and fifteen here. Yeah, it's way better. Exactly, it's way better. It's way way better for them to have thousands of people doing what you just said, and then instead of a bunch of people giving them fifty or sixty dollars up front. And then everybody kind of holds their wallet and says, well, I gave you 50 or $60. I'm not about to start buying cosmetics. Psychologically speaking, all studies show that when a game is free to play, the microtransactions skyrocket because here's what happens. Break this down for you. When you have spent $0 on the game, like right now, I haven't spent any money on Halo Infinite. I don't have the premium pass and I haven't bought anything in the store, Okay. Right now, it'd be really easy, and I almost did it this morning. I was like, well, I, I mean, ordinarily, this would be a $60 game, and, you know, I can spend 28 bucks. I'll spend 28 bucks on your premium battle pass. Well, now they've got me, because the next time they roll one out, I'm going to be more inclined to do it again. Or I go to the store, and I see that Iron Man bundle, and I think, man, oh, man, I like that. I think I'm going to buy that. I've not spent any money on the game. No skin off my nose, 20 bucks. I spent 20 on the premium battle pass. I've still only spent about $48. The more you do that, the more comfortable you become and the more you've been sort of boiled in the water to think, yeah, it's not a big deal. It's been a couple of months. I'll spend another 20 or $30 on cosmetics. And here's the thing. I think that's totally fine. I think it's totally fine if you're enjoying your time and you're enjoying the game. It's totally fine for you to every couple of months or every other month throw 20 or $30 at the game that is giving you an enjoyable hobby. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think companies have said, this is a great way to monetize. It just The more comfortable people become spending small amounts of money, the more money that we make, right? I'm seeing too many things that concern me. Well, certainly, certainly, the the, the winter the, the Halo Christmas event, in my opinion, is once again being structured by somebody who is more concerned with daily logins than doing something that's good for the community. Right? Like Whoever this person is, whatever they're in charge of, they need to be course corrected. Somebody in a high-ranking position needs to knock this off. Like, listen, we're not doing this anymore. This whole thing where the, 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 the veil's been ripped off, okay? Everybody can tell that we are primarily concerned with daily logins, and it's becoming disruptive to player enjoyment. Just stop it, and let's start creating things that are structured around what could be good for the community. You just did a live stream where you apologized and said, listen, the next Tenrai event won't be structured in this way. We are sorry how those assets went out and people felt misled. In the future, these events will have less XP boosts and challenge swaps. It'll have more really good-looking earnable content. You say all that. Sounds great. You're meeting the community where they are. The community complained about the threat detector versus radar, so you went with classic Halo radar. The community complained about the XP earn rate on the battle pass, and so you said, okay, we're going to give you more XP. Still not enough in my opinion, but that has more to do with the length of the battle pass than anything. Then you come out with this winter event, and here we are yet again where 
where I can rip the veil off and say it is so crystal clear that you are more concerned with getting people to log in every day than designing a good event and that's not going to go very long for very for, for, for lots of people they're just going to get sick of it right reasons number 692 that I'm happy to stick with single player games well yeah certainly a, a paid for single player game is a lot more of a clear value transmission than you know playing a free multiplayer game they're concerned with daily logins because of the player based numbers it forces players back $20 gives me content for two more battle passes, so I find the store just an offense to my money worth uh, even within the game. I don't understand that statement. $20 gives me content for two more battle passes, so I find the store just an offense. What do you? I don't understand the first part of your statement. A thousand people that log in daily for the event, maybe 10% decide to visit the store. <clears throat> Of course, they're concerned with daily logins. Success is based around selling microtransactions. And th- but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will sign an NDA, and I will help you come up with ways to get daily logins because you're mucking this up, right? There are far better ways to get people to log in daily. Far better ways, okay? You create a base-level experience and progression arc, and you create a base level earn rate of items in your winter event and that's just your foundation okay once you establish a foundation and the community feels like they can trust you and they don't feel like you're manipulating them that's when you can start to add in the spiffs and the bonuses and the cool stuff for logging in every day hey every time you log in you're gonna get an XP bonus for your first three games and so it's like oh man I gotta log in and get that bonus now people won't feel that this is manipulative if the base level earn rate of XP and progression is healthy if people feel like you've squeezed the lever loving snot out of them and they're like well the only really good way to level up is to log in every day and play three games it's gonna backfire okay There are ways to get people to log in and feel a sense of excitement and empowerment. I think that Splitgate does a really good job of this. You you log in every day and there is like a currency bonus. Bing, you get a little thing, right? And if you if you miss a day, you lose your streak, right? You get a streak bonus. If you log in like seven days a week, you get like a bonus, okay? And that's not gonna make anybody feel like oh my gosh they're just manipulating me into logging in every day it's like no this is a bonus that I can log in and get I don't have to I don't need to but it's a a bonus it's a nice bonus it makes me feel good there are better ways to get daily logins because what you're doing the veil's been ripped off no nobody nobody's like shy about it now thank you for ordering some coffee uh, who said they order coffee? Red Demon Eyes ordered two bags of Frickmas. Thank you so much. I appreciate that very, very much. Look at Genshin. They have decent login rewards, in-game currency, level up mats, XP, ETC. I think that could help. Right. And that's the thing is that what they have done is the, the daily login doesn't feel like a choice or like a victory, it feels like a requirement. Like you're you're like punching your card for the day. Gotta log in and play a game or I won't get all these winner events. You know, rewards. Gotta log in and play four or five games or my XP earn rate will be, you know, less economical for the week. You know, I, 
You gotta, gotta log in for the day. Gotta log in for the day. The, 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 the problem with that is that has depreciating returns because eventually people feel as if they're being like coerced into playing passively and then they'll fall out of love with the game because they're not logging in from a desire they're logging in from what feels sort of like a a requirement it's it's not a it's not like a compulsion or a desire like oh man i can't wait to play this weekend dude I'm so close to leveling up the battle pass and there's these cool things they're doing. There's this winter event. I'm going to get some of the winter event rewards. Bro, I'm going to put in like a six-hour play session. No. No. No one's saying that. Everyone's saying, oh, I got you. You have to log in every single day. And that creates contempt. That creates contempt because you don't feel like you're making the decision. You don't. You don't feel like, yeah, this is my choice. I'm choosing to do this. No, you're you're you feel like it's a requirement. You feel like it's dadgum homework or like you got to be there and like they're taking attendance like, you know, settle in class for Halo Infinite. Is everybody here? You know, they're taking attendance and you're like, yeah, I'm here. Whoo, I almost didn't make it, you know, before midnight. In Warframe, your daily login gets better the more days you do it. No streak, but good rewards every 50 days, and they scale based off of your account level and day number. Right, Splitgate does the, 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 the streak thing, and so it sounds like Warframe does it in a different way. I was very tempted to try Genshin, and then I watched a Facebook friend play it a few times. Uh, Cutie Pie Sexy Girls is just not my jam. Never mind the grinding I saw him doing. Oh, it's a grind. And the grind gets worse because they want to pit your investment against you. So then you part with your money because you feel the sunk cost fallacy corrupts your brain. You're like, well, I've already put this much time in and now they're slowing down my progression. So I'll spend money so I can keep progressing. Ugh. It, they That is just so, so sinister the way those games work. Gotcha games do not, do not make money from volitional will like willing choice you feel compelled by your own sunk cost into the game it is sinister as frick it is sinister and and it's it's you don't have to play as a as as a as a cutie like barely dressed you know girl or whatever i those games drive me crazy for that too a little bit like i see some of the artwork for lost ark and i'm like really we're we're still dealing in these cliches like the guys have armor that looks like they're wearing a transformer made from skulls and bones and like the woman's running around you know bouncing around all over the place she's wearing like a nightgown it's like what the frick is this I, I know people like it. I, I think it's so it's so cliche. It's painful. It's like it's awkward. It's like we're still doing this. Okay. <laughs> we're still doing this. All right. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about the Halo Christmas event and why is it time gated? Take the poll at the top of the chat. Even if you're not a fan of Halo, I want to know, would you be able to play 10 out of the 14 days of the event? You 10 out of the 14 days. You got to log in and play at least one game or you will not get all of the rewards. So I'm curious if people are able to do that. Have you met the people they're marketing to? Well, that's the that's the thing. I the Lost Ark, I mean, really? Is that is that who you're marketing to? You know what I mean? It's interesting to me because we always act like, oh, that's why they do it. That's why they do it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. All of the teenagers out there are playing games like Fortnite, Apex, and Call of Duty. They're not marketing those games with biddies. 
So, you know, is Lost Ark really hitting a demographic where that's necessary? I don't understand. I, I get it. I get it. You know, red-blooded men are like, huh, like... <laughs> I know it's, I know she's, I know she's animated, but dadgummit, you know, I, <laughs> I'm going to buy that character scanner. I'm going to, I'm going to get that armor set. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I understand. I, I'm a man after all, but I just get, I think it gets so freaking cliche. <laughs> it's like, don't you understand what they're doing? Don't you see the absurdity of it? No. Okay, cool. Enjoy playing and staring at her butt, I guess. <laughs> I'm tier 100. I beat the campaign on Legendary. What's left for me? Waiting 10 days for free stuff? I got Onyx rank on both crossplay and solo. What's left? Homie, you're asking what's left of a game you probably spent $0 on. I, I don't understand. So you beat the campaign on Legendary, which means did you play it twice or once? You got the tier 100 in multiplayer, which is, I mean, that's absurd. That means you basically have played every dadgum day since the game came out. You got Onyx rank on both crossplay and solo duo. What's left? What's left is to go touch grass. That's what's left. Holy frick, bro. Like, seriously, I'm not trying to be mean. Go, go do something else. You, this, this game didn't cost you anything. I mean, in like Game Pass, maybe. So if you have Game Pass, which you were probably already paying for, you spent, you spent nothing. You spent no money. Do something else. Make some toast and watch a TV show. I, I don't know. Like, my word. The, the idea that a game like this owes you more than you've gotten is just insane to me. Like, look how much you've played. Seriously, I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to be mean. Look how much you've played. Do you see yourself? Do you? Because it seems like you don't see yourself. You have played a ridiculous amount of a video game and you feel incensed angry or frustrated at the fact that there's nothing left what do you i don't understand like did you enjoy it or did you play it purely out of some weird compulsion to feel done do you understand what i'm saying to you i'm being genuine right now i am not trying to smack you around like did you play this game for the enjoyment did you enjoy the journey or were you playing purely for compulsion like a person with an eating addiction who doesn't care what the food tastes like they merely must be eating right you need to you need to consider that everybody needs to consider that why are you playing the game in that way what 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 vacancy in your life are you trying to fill that is so many hours of a video game and if you enjoyed yourself I'm going to cheer you on and say, great, it's a great hobby, isn't it? We live in such an amazing time that you can push a couple of buttons on a controller and you have this game that gives you hundreds of hours of entertainment. Isn't it a wonderful thing to be in form? Isn't it, isn't it a cause for jubilation to, be, to, to exist right now? You know, great, good for you. But if you're playing out of some dadgum compulsion where you can't stop and you get to the end of the road and you turn ravenously with anger in your heart and you say, well, where's the rest of this? I say to you, you need to consider how you're playing. You need to consider that. That's getting a little, that's getting a little serious and a little deep, but I mean it. So that, that's a rabbit trail, but honestly... Honestly, the games are meant to be enjoyed. They're meant they're, it's meant to bring you joy and, and, and happiness. It's not meant to be something that you shackle yourself to and get drowned by. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't <laughs> I hope you don't feel like you've been picked on. I really don't. I, di- I just kind of railed on you a little bit. I hope you don't feel picked on. I hope you enjoyed all those hours that you played. I do. 
Um, I, but that's that's a lot of game time. That is what you typed in chat. If it is indeed accurate, that's that's a lot of game time. And I, I hope it was good. I hope you had a fun time. I played this morning and was having fun. I I think the core gameplay in Halo Infinite is just is so good. I do. It's enjoyable. I didn't even have the dadgum sound on. I was like, this game is just good. There's something here. I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know what it is. I was never a Halo guy. I was a Unreal Tournament, Quake 3, Call of Duty guy. I always felt Halo was a little too slow, and there's just something enjoyable about it. I don't... I don't, I don't I, it's so hard to put my finger on it. And that's one of the reasons why I, I get a little amped here. I'm like, okay, HCS just peaked at 250,000 viewers, you know, concurrent. That's great. With good response to, you know, HCS and the esports scene has massive potential, okay? And then I see people enjoying the game. And then I see somebody somewhere, some dumb dumb somewhere in a room is like, whatever we have to do to get them to log in. Get that guy out of that position. Like, you don't got to fire him, just. I don't know. Have him have him go sweep some floors in the office or something and distract him so you can stop this nonsense of like every time you put something in the game it's just laden with this crap. Now, I will make an allowance here, and the allowance I will make is this winter contingency event, this this Halo Christmas event, it was already built months ago. It was built two months ago. And that guy and that philosophy is just baked right into it, okay? And if over the course of the next year, they slowly get that out of the game and they slowly, you know, pull that 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 theme out, like, okay, we're going to give you daily reasons to log in, but it's not going to quite feel as, as bad as it did at vanilla at launch. Like, we, we're going to get that out of here. The only way that's going to happen is you, you, at, at a leadership level, somebody's got to say, this is not working. It's going to be counterproductive. I'm telling you right now it's going to be counterproductive because people are going to get tired of feeling compelled to play. Mike on to Mike. My man, dude. I remember saying your name. I miss saying that name. Mike on to Mike. Uh, thank you for the $5 tip. He says, good morning. Have you seen the Steam numbers? Are they good? Let me check. Obviously, the, the the lion's share, the lion's share of this game, uh, is going to be on console. So I'm not going to put a whole lot of stock in the Steam charts. Seventy five thousand, uh, twenty four hour peak, and it looks like they're consistently landing in the seventy to eighty thousand peaks every day. Uh, yeah, it's like. 74, 80, 69,000, 72, 74,000. I don't know. Something isn't working when you have people praising the gameplay and the numbers don't seem to be there. Uh, But I wouldn't expect this game to pull that much on Steam. The Steam doesn't concern me at all, Eugene. It really, truly doesn't. I'm never going to put a single ounce of stock in, in the Steam numbers. I'm not. It doesn't mean anything because this game lives and breathes on the Xbox. If we could pull up the Xbox player base numbers, we 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 could have a really really good conversation um, about like how's this game doing. You know, I, I wish we could see that. Right? It was a hundred thousand two weeks ago, so it's not dropped that much. Are you making an argument for the game's health, Eugene? If two weeks ago it was at a hundred thousand peaks. And it's only dropped to peaks of 75,000. That's not that big of a loss. My gosh, New World had bigger drops than that after two weeks. 
on their peaks. Holy moly. They went from 700,000 peaks to like what? Like 400 something thousand peaks after two weeks? It was quick. And that makes sense. You're not going to maintain that fever pitch week one. I'm not saying anything that's like indicative of them dropping. 25%. Oh, come on. But you're cherry picking a statistic, Eugene. That's they, they, oh, they didn't have that much to play to begin with. Which is proof of what I'm saying. We finally have Halo. Halo is finally here. And it's only garnering 100,000 player peaks on Steam. That's You're arguing for me. You're arguing for my side here. There's no way this game has pull on Steam and PC. No way. And those numbers prove that. We've waited all this time for Halo, and it finally gets here, and Steam barely touched it. I think their all-time peak was 250,000. Two weeks since the release date? Well, I don't know, because the beta launched early, didn't it? Didn't the, the Halo Infinite beta launched early? I, I think that's a fool's errand. I think looking at the Steam charts for Halo is a fool's errand. You're not proving anything. I, I'm not even a Halo fanboy. I'm wailing on this game for certain things. I've been very critical, but I'm not going to sit here and buy into a narrative that, like, the game's in trouble because Steam didn't get behind it. Ah, oh, frick. It, the mouse and keyboard doesn't even feel good, according to a lot of the PC players. There's, you know, there's just no, there's, there, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the appropriate way uh, to look at this. Not, not by, not by a long shot. No. I think if we could see the Xbox numbers, we could have an actual good conversation about what the player base numbers looked like. Because I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I, I bet you, I bet you, seventy five percent of the players play on Xbox and don't touch the PC. <clears throat> Why hasn't Microsoft praised the numbers like they did Forza? I don't I don't know, Eugene. I don't know. Did, did, where did they praise the numbers for Microsoft? I, I'm sorry. Where do they praise the numbers for Forza? Did they do that or did Forza do that? Right? I don't know. I am not sitting here pretending that this game is in great shape and worthy of utter praise to the ends of the earth. But I ain't going to look at no dadgum Steam charts and draw conclusions. 25% could have been the campaign only players. I'm fairly certain the Steam charts I looked at was for the uh oh no, it's for Halo Infinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a well-made point. I mean, there's a lot of people that logged in probably that first week, checked out that uh, you know, they checked out the um they checked out the campaign. Also, can't you install this game on your PC through the store through like the Xbox store if you have Game Pass? So that fragments the PC player base, does it not? Can is can I get clarity on that, Paul? Can you do that? Can I go on my computer right now and go into the Microsoft Store and install Halo through there instead of Steam? Is that indeed possible? Cuz if that's possible, that 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 totally corrupts the Steam numbers. Cuz that means that you you could have a ton of people I played it on Xbox Game Pass on PC. There you go. See, the Steam numbers prove nothing. They prove nothing. There is literally people playing on PC right now who aren't hitting the Steam numbers. That is super fragmented. That that there is I don't I am not telling you that the player base is healthy. I'm actually sitting here saying they're doing a lot of things to drive people away. I'm saying that. So you could be right. You could be right. And the numbers could be in bad shape, and the Steam numbers could be a slight indication of that. Well, 
You know, the player peaks were hitting 100,000 two weeks ago. Now the player peaks are only hitting, you know, between 75 and 80,000. That's a 20 to 25% reduction in the, in the peaks. You know, that could be indicative of what the other platforms are doing. You know, maybe Xbox has seen, you know, a 10% reduction in player peaks. Is that concerning? Isn't that kind of normal? How quickly do we see numbers drop? I don't know. I don't know. Look at how fast it happens in Destiny. And my gosh, talk about a game that won't quit. How fast do the Destiny numbers fall? One week into a season or a DLC, you usually see the player peaks just plummet. Why? Everybody's super hot and interested the first week. People play a disproportionate amount of time, and then they dial down and play less. And everyone, oh, look at the numbers. They drop so fast. And we've, all, we've said for years of covering Destiny, that's normal. <laughs> that's normal. The first week's going to be this crazy heightened thing. Like, watch Witch Queen. Week one, it'll hit insane numbers. And week two it'll drop. Why? Because that's normal. You're never going to maintain those first couple of weeks. The first week or two? No way. You're never going to maintain that. Because everybody's taking time off work. Everybody wants to be there. Everybody wants to be there moment one. Nobody wants to miss out. Everybody wants to be there first. Yeah, he's not hating. You guys need to relax. Halo guys need to relax. I, I think at this moment in time, you could make a case, right? You could make a case that they are driving players away with some of their decision making right you could make that case you could then point at the steam numbers and say I don't know seems like people are people are uh, disengaging from the game right when you worry I, I think a case of extreme worry would be the battlefield 2042 steam numbers they had an all time player peak of 100,000 and in the last 24 hours their player peak was 18,000 now that is worrisome, especially for a game like that that probably had, you know, a, a lot of people looking forward to playing it on PC. Again, Battlefield could have a larger console present, you know, presence, but when you drop from 100,000 peaks to 18,000, something's going on. That's, that is a plummet. That's a plummet. Look at patterns for other games. Articles coming out, praising player-based numbers, and silence from 343. It depends. It depends. Maybe that's not something that they're focused on right now. I don't know. I got the impression from that that's that stream that they did that they are they are they are all hands on deck. Look at what they did. What was it? It was last week. They already put out a Halo Infinite game modes update. Halo Infinite SWAT in the game. Bam. That fast. It was supposed to be here like five or six months later. You know, it, it's very possible that they are heads down, all hands on deck, and. Talking about player base numbers, it really isn't in their purview right now. I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just saying the impression that I get is that, like, you know, Forza wasn't having to immediately add patch and update things in their game, like the XP earn rate. They had to, they were doing stuff within a couple of days, right? And then when the when the actual official game launches, everybody's irritated. They're like, "Where is Slayer? Where is SWAT?" Well, that's coming five, six months later. And then a week later, they're like, nope, we've got it ready for you. Oh, okay. Wow. That's cool. Like, that's fast. By the way, if you're here this morning and you're enjoying the show, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. Let's smash those likes, man. Let's get some momentum on those likes. Let's hit 200 likes. There's probably a lot of people here who haven't hit the thumbs up button yet. I'm a safe for work broadcaster. You can subscribe in confidence. We want to earn your sub. I'll be in your sub feed all week doing talk shows like this about a bunch of different games. Halo is one of the games we've been consistently covering along with New World. I've got a Star Wars The Old Republic topic for you later today. We've got some theories about that game. Hopefully you're here for it this afternoon. 
I actually stopped playing the campaign on PC waiting for better optimization. I, I saw people saying that. 343 doesn't need to speak. They had 200,000 viewers for their first event. The HCS peaked at 260,000 viewers. I believe we have a video going up today about that, I think, on Presents. Um, I'm not I'm not sure uh, what what else we might have going up. I've recorded videos in advance. I hope you guys are enjoying those videos over there. The Neymar video didn't do very well, but the J- the, the Jake the Jake leaving the esports desk that one did really well, and we appreciate you guys supporting it. We do indeed. Okay, okay. I have Game Pass, but I won't play until campaign co-op. Oh, oh, oh Adam, I I hear that. I totally hear that. I I would have I would have probably enjoyed playing through the campaign with my wife. Like we like playing games like that. We like playing shooters together. Forza Horizon has a broader appeal than Halo. Like it or not, everyone likes to drive. Yeah, comparing Forza Horizon bragging about their player numbers to Halo not bragging about their player base numbers, you're talking about you know Forza is is globally beloved. Halo is is not as much. <laughs> um, Fortnite tried to name our hype and it died off quickly. What's the sport channel? So we have a larger channel than this with about 47,000 subscribers. And that channel right now is focusing heavily on industry news about, you know, YouTube, the Purple Platform, and Facebook, and also esports stuff. So it's it's shifting a little bit. It's still going to hover in the gaming world. We tried talking about, like, cultural stuff or entertainment stuff. It just didn't go all that well. The videos that seem to do the best over there and that I like talking about and that you guys and, and, and people seem to be enjoying is commentary on the industry, whether it's stuff that, you know purple or facebook's doing or you know you know jake lucky leaving the esports desk like that kind of stuff esports news so if you're just tuning in we're talking about the uh the the halo christmas event i want to hear from you with that poll at the top of the chat plenty of people have taken that poll halo infinite winter event will you be able to play 10 out of the 14 days even if you're not a halo fan you can take the poll just imagine you were a halo player over the next 14 days, could you play 10 of those days? Log in each day and play one game. That's what's required for this event. Forza Horizon uh, on Steam had an all-time peak of 80,000 players and a 24-hour peak lately of 15. Yeah, I think that's really important, Eugene, given the questions you were asking. Oh my gosh, I've been muted in Discord this entire time. I'm sorry, Paul. You were probably having to listen to YouTube. Um, yeah, as, as, as amazing as Forza apparently did as apparent as, as amazing as Forza apparently did they only garnered 80,000 all-time peak on Steam and then 15,000 on uh, on the last 24 hours do you see Eugene do you see you just said Xbox is predominantly uh, North American okay think about what we just proved then with the Forza Steam numbers if Forza's bragging about their player base numbers, look at their numbers on Steam. No, th- 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 those numbers that they're talking about, that ain't on Steam. Their all-time record's 80,000. And then their last 24 hours is only 15,000 people. I- I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. When companies brag about player numbers and player engagement, I'm always a little curious why they're doing that. Are they, are they, are they trying to create an image? Are they trying to trick people? Are they trying to make... Let's start trying to make, you know, shareholders feel good. Forza wasn't free to play on Steam. Sure. But again, the, the that that's that shows. Like, if you wanted to play the Halo Infinite campaign, it wasn't free on Steam. 
I, I don't know. I, I, I think that it's it, the biggest launch in Xbox history, over 10 million players, and only 80,000 peak on Steam. Come on. Halo Infinite multiplayer being free on Xbox, I'm telling you right now, there are, there are, there, I bet you they have tons of people buying it. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, downloading it and playing every day. I wish they would talk about the player base numbers. I'm actually interested. Or Eugene's right. They're afraid to talk about the player base numbers because maybe they're not that good. Maybe they're not that good. If you're new and you've hit subscribe today, we want, we want to hear from you. I always love interacting with new folks in the chat. I'm looking to see if any of the new subs said anything. Um, let us see. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't want to call you out if you're a new sub. You're welcome to listen and lurk. Most of the people that engage with this content treat it like video game radio. They just throw me on in the background. Most games have that first week peak and they'll never hit it again. Destiny, Division, Battlefield, New World, Halo. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think this is a common misconception now is that people look at the <clears throat> people look at the player base number charts, you know, like for for Halo Infinite and they immediately jump to conclusions, right? You're forgetting that people play on Xbox predominantly. You're forgetting that people can even play on their PC and not use Steam. They can use the Xbox Store. You're forgetting that the peaks of the first week are never going to be maintained. It's just, it's just not possible. I think one of the only games that slowly beat its number every week would have been Fortnite. And even then, they they're, they're, when they're on that rise that rise hits a peak and then settles into a rhythm after right so even with Fortnite, it's like well that's just so anomalous to have a game just grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow usually a planned announced released game like halo infinite you're not going to have that you're going to have that first punch of the week bam everybody logs in and plays and then it'll trickle down from there every single time Every time a, a game like Destiny releases a DLC, that's what they're going to do. You're going to see this marketing push, this hype, this week one, day one insanity, and then it'll never get there again. It, it just won't. It'll it'll all come back down over the course of the you know the next three months or however long the season lasts. So the Halo Christmas event, I think with the Halo Infinite Winter event, the reason that they have it designed the way they have it designed is because they want everybody logging in over the over the, the 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 winter the christmas holiday section of the year just flooding the, the the games so that more people play hey man you gotta come play dude what, what are you doing well I'm, i want to play my new game i just got for christmas oh no man halo infinite multiplayer is free i'm logging in every day and playing like i think that's the idea is if everybody's logging in every day and playing it'll it'll sort of spread because Halo Infinite multiplayer, it's good, but you, you're going to have to kind of get your friends to come play with you in order for it to really be great. I, I, I do. I think most people enjoy this game or these types of games if they can get their buddies to join in and, and, and play with them. Generally speaking, not all the time. Lots of people just are going to log in and solo slay out and they don't, they don't care about anything else. But I think in a general way, the, the Halo Christmas event, the goal behind it, is to get people just logging in every single day. And that's my criticism, right? That's my criticism. Are you playing 10 out of the 14 days? I probably can. 
I probably can log in each morning and make sure I get everything. Sure. Before I boot up the stream, I can log in and play a game. Yeah, no problem. But that's that's not indicative of the player base, right? The, the, the actual player base who's booting up and enjoying Halo Infinite gameplay every day or, or once a week, they're not playing in that way. This, this is exactly the criticism I made of the XP changes. Like, I've said this so many times. If you play 20 games over the course of five days, you play four games a day, all right? You play four, four games a day. We should do the math. We should do the math. I want to add this up and show you the difference so that we can get a very, very good picture. Uh, Halo Infinite Challenges Update. What, what, where's those numbers? If, if, if Paul maybe can get those numbers for me. What, where are those numbers? The, 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 how much you earn each game, Right. How much you earn each game? It's like, is it? It's 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 three hundred, then two fifty, two fifty, then a hundred, hundred. Is that how it goes? I just want to know how much I would get XP wise if I played, you know, four games. What do I get? Is it three hundred and then two two? Thank you very much, Paul. There it is. So if I play four games a game, four games a day, I'm gonna get four hundred. I'm gonna get seven hundred, eight hundred. All right, I'm getting eight hundred every single day. All right. So you take 800 XP and you multiply that by the five days, okay? So you're getting 4,000 XP. That's four levels. It's 1,000 XP for every level, okay? That's four. That's 4,000, all right? Now let's add up how much I get if I do the 20 games all in one day, okay? So it would be 500, 700, 800, 900, 1,050. That's up to seven, so 1,050. So that means you would need... 13 more games at 50 XP. 13 more games at 50, which is 650. On top of what did I say? 1,050? 650 plus 1,050 is 1,700. You get more than double my XP. You get more than double. You get 4,000. You get four levels. I don't even get two. I get 1,700 XP. I don't even get two levels and you get four. We played the same amount of games. If you do 20 games, four a day across the five-day work week, you get home from work every night and you do four games and you shut down, you're going to get 4,000 XP for that week. If I do 20 games, the same number of games you do on a Saturday, I get 1,700. I don't even get two levels. I get less than half of what you got, and we played the same amount of time, same amount of games. That 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 is not a good system. Then take into account how they've structured the Halo Christmas event. Similar idea, right? You play ten games, ten days, ten games out of the fourteen days, and you get every single thing on the battle pass. I log in, and there's like six days left. And I log 10 games. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You can only get six items now because there's only six days left. You missed out. What? Why would you do that? Why couldn't I bank all the missing items? So if I slam out 10 games right now, I'm going to get five or six items. And then I have five days left. I, I honestly think when you get down to the final, like the final five days, you should just remove it and let people get as many as they want. Because if there's five days left and you can only play two of those days, what's the problem if you just let me earn everything? I, 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 
I have to log in the remaining days. If there's five items left on your pass and there's five days left in this event, you're screwed if you can't play every single one of those days. You're not getting everything. You should never, the systems of a game should never be pitted against the player's experience. Does that make sense? Like, you're, you're, you're creating systems that are anti-player. This isn't pro-player. This is pro-engagement. Pro-player would say, we want our players to get all these dope items. My gosh, we designed them for a reason. That, that's pro-player. All right, well, when we get to the final stretch of this event, the final seven days, there's 14 days, okay? When we get to the final seven days, we're going to remove the daily restriction. You can get as many items as you want. Just play, okay? That's pro-player. Pro-engagement would say, well, no, we're, we're still going to require you to only get one item a day. So, you know, sorry about that. You didn't, you didn't get everything. And if you're, if you're so hard going to pro-engagement systems, I'm telling you this folds in on itself. Eventually, players get tired of it because they don't feel respected and they don't feel like the game is made for them. Do you ever go and try on a pair of shoes? What's the first thing you do? What do you do? You don't try them on and like hold your feet up and kick them back and forth and like tilt them side to side in the mirror. No, you walk around in them. Why? Because you want to make sure they fit. You're like, okay, you know, I want to make sure these shoes fit. And so you walk back and forth. And if they feel like they're made for your feet, you buy them. If they're clunky and they're utilitarian and they're not very comfortable, you're not going to buy them. Why? You're going to say, well, this isn't made for my feet. How long are you going to play a game that doesn't feel like it's made for you? Well, I can only play on Friday and Saturday and I don't get any XP. This game's not made for me. It's not, it's not built around my engagement style. Oh, oh, there's a cool winter event, 14 day Halo Christmas event. What do I got to do? You got to log in 10 out of the 14 days or you're not getting everything. Well, that doesn't work. That doesn't fit on my feet. That's not how I live my life. How long will you continue to play a game that feels like a clunky, uncomfortable pair of shoes? Because you're like, well, this isn't made for me. This is made for somebody else. This is made for the nightly login player who has that great life where they can kick back every night, crack open a beer, and, and slam out six or seven games, and that's good for them. It's not good for me. Honestly, I buy shoes for looks, not how they fit my feet. Well, I mean, Citrus, it, as long as you're aware of your vanity, I mean, you know, own it. You're vain. That's okay. The rest of us might not be as vain as you. We're all vain in our own ways, right? Like, we, we all have our own our things that we, we, we would we will endure purely because it looks nice. I'll wear a jacket that I think looks nice as opposed to wearing a puffy winter coat because my vanity overrides the decision, right? I'd rather look nice. I'd rather look stylish and be a little cold than wear some big, ugly, puffy jacket, like winter coat. I'd be warmer in the winter coat, but, you know, my vanity is ruling right now, you know? <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, is that that's how people interact with games eventually you feel like the game is grating against you you're not folding into the game and enjoying yourself you feel like the game is pushing against what you want to do it's you know what I mean you weirdos wear shoes too (laughs) yeah we do 
fashion over function I know alright creature I'm drinking number two today it's good it's smooth Madam and I both agreed that yesterday just wasn't bad, but it wasn't memorable. Like, neither of us even realized we were drinking a different kind of coffee. It was just like, oh, it's coffee. It wasn't that it was bad, it just wasn't memorable. A case could be made that the event is only there for players who are available. Okay, Robert. This is this is a common pushback. So your pushback is one that I hear often. People say, well, it's totally fine to have an event like this if you want the items, log in and play. Or they'll say it another way. They'll, they'll say, well, if you make it to where you can get all of the items, people will play a bunch day one and then they'll quit. Or if you make it to where they can get all the items at the end, well, then they'll just wait and play at the end. That's First and foremost, that's just stupid. Nobody is going to look at an event structure and say, oh, I can wait until the end and get all the all the awards. That's fine. I won't touch the game for nine days or ten days or whatever. Now, I think Robert's pushback is more intelligent because it's like, look, man, if, if you want the stuff, it's here for people that can play. Okay, well, I mean, that's, that, that's more intelligent than what other people say. They're like, well, if you make it to where they can get all the items halfway through the event, then nobody will play until the event's half over. Have you ever met a video gamer? Have you ever met a gamer ever? Nobody does that. Nobody's like, well, I was going to play today, but (laughs) I'll get more rewards if I wait. No, they want the stuff as soon as they possibly can. You know what I mean? Paul says it doesn't cost you anything, so you don't lose anything. Okay, we got two points on the table that are at least intelligent. Because a lot of times people push back on what I'm saying with regard to these events and they say things that are just ridiculous. But you guys are making intelligent points. I want to deal with Robert's point first. Robert's saying, a a case could be made the event's here for the players who are available. Okay, well made point. Here's my pushback. A limited time event already has in my mind enough FOMO fear of missing out. It already has enough intrinsic and natural FOMO that you don't need to apply anymore. Because it's 14 days. Maybe you're out of town for 7 of them. Maybe you're working for 11 of them. Okay? So it's already putting pressure on you like, okay, there's a limited amount of time for me to get these things. So if it's prioritized to me, I'll set aside time to do it. Okay? Here is why the current system breaks down. Because when somebody looks at the event and makes that assessment and says, this is a priority. The Halo Christmas event, this Halo Infinite winter event there's a priority for me i'm gonna find time to play and then they realize it's structured in a way that doesn't work for them it's not that they're not available it's not that they don't care it's that the game has created arbitrary hurdles so that they can't get all the awards okay that's my pushback and my criticism i think my pushback and criticism is pretty good i thought your point was good i think my pushback's better to be fair And I know you were playing Devil's Advocate, which makes for great discussion. So thank you. Now I want to get to Paul's point. Paul says, you didn't spend any money, right? You didn't spend any money, so it doesn't matter. You're not missing out on anything. The crux of my argument has nothing to do with monetary loss. It has everything to do with engagement. If they are trying to structure this event to get people to log in every day, it's clear that 343 has a priority of we want people logging in every day and engaging look at how they structured the xp adjustments and tell me with a straight face that they're not doing everything they can to get you to log in every single day that's the goal the structures are not built for the player they're built for engagement and i find that to be bad i don't think that's good and here's why 
I think everybody loses in this in, in this in, in, in exchange. Number one, I think you lose because player morale and player frustration is more likely when people feel that the game isn't built for them. I think that can and will drive engagement down. So it's at another level, it's counterproductive. If you do this for a month and every time somebody boots the game up, they're like, I just feel like every time I boot this game up, it's telling me to stop playing. Play, play once and get your winner award. Now go away. Play four or five games and get your XP. Now go away. Every time I boot this game up, I feel like it's telling me to stop playing. You know what people are going to do? They're going to stop playing. So it has nothing to do with like whining or feeling entitled. If you want the game to be successful, then they should be setting up systems and rules and, 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 and XP earn rates and all of this. It should be set up in a way to promote a variety of engagements so players can play as they are. If you're trying to assimilate everybody into a daily player, I got news for you. That's a bad idea. Most games do dailies and weeklies, but they're not a requirement for enjoyment. Like, the bounties in Destiny are an example. When bounties became central, what'd they do? Well, they made them less central because it was like everybody felt this compulsion, like, oh, the only way to make progress is to live in a lost sector and do bounties, right? And people did repeatables. Well, repeatables were a great answer for people that were like, well, I can only really play on Friday and Saturday, so I didn't get all the dailies throughout the week. No worries. You still got your weeklies, and then you've got repeatables that you can just keep doing. That's meeting the player where they are. And 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 listen, and listen, that's a good system because they can do that on Friday and Saturday, and then the rest of the week, people that can bank those dailies every day, they get a little extra, and they feel good about that little extra. They're checking that box every day, and that feels satisfying for them. Both players feel good at the end of the week, and that's your goal as a game developer, is you want players to put the controller down with a feeling of satisfaction so that they come back again. If players are setting the controller down because you're basically telling them to, well, I'm only getting 50 XP now. Well, I got my 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 daily winter event reward. If every time in their brain, track with me here, at a psychological level, every time they put that controller down, they feel like you told them to, that's not a healthy relationship. They should be putting the controller down because they because life dictates it it should be a a a it should be something that they don't want to do oh i got to go to work oh my gosh i wasn't watching the time holy moly i got I, oh i got oh one more game one more game come on come on where are we dropping boys that's what you want you're not going to get that if every time somebody puts a controller down they feel like the dadgum game is telling them well time's up charlie no, no xp for you like you know it's time to take a break if you want to have fun then just play and don't worry about leveling up. I love just playing Halo. That's great. I, I'm, I'm here to tell you, Paul, that you are not every single player. Lots of people don't think that way. They want to get XP. They want to progress. They want to unlock stuff. They don't play just for the sake of playing. My gosh, we haven't played just for the sake of playing since Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. You rank up. You prestige. You reset. You rank up. You unlock emblems in Modern Warfare 2. This is, this is, this has been going on for over a decade. We don't play games just to play them anymore. We want to feel a sense of investment. The reason that more games are implementing RPG elements and levels and battle passes is because it tethers you to the game. You got to come back. Why? Well, you're level 17 in, in, in the Crystal Castle. 
and I'll I go back and play tomorrow and break more blocks and little flashy things happen, well then I'll be level 18. Who the frick cares? You know, you're playing crazy cupcakes. Doesn't matter. You feel a sense of progression. It tethers you to the game. I don't feel any sense of progression in like a board game, for example. Why? Because you play the board game and then that's it. And then you put it down. I don't come back to the board game the next time I play it and I'm like, well, now I'm a level five, you know, Settlers of Catan player. I, I want to play again and level up. No, you you played it and that's the end of it. You got your fun out of it. If you treat video games in that way, bully for you. But the average person, if that's how they treat the video game, they're, they're less likely to come back because it's easily put down and forgotten. They're not invested. They're not tethered to it. They're treating it like a board game. Yeah, I play on Friday night with my friends sometimes. It's pretty fun. Yeah. But when you're a level 19 and you're about to be a level 20 and you're going to get like this diamond sword or something, like that's when you want it. Oh, I got, dude, I'm so close. Ah, yeah, dude. My character, my stuff. I do all of that and I, and I care. I play for the story campaign rules, multi just fun. Yes. And you should, you, you have to know this, Paul. There are so many people that play very differently than you. They want to see that progression. It gives them a sense of, I did something. Lono, I commented on this a few times, but I think it's important to realize it wasn't supposed to be daily logins. They were challenges when I got on Tuesday, but they were bugged and scrapped. Have they officially said that, Nick? Because let me, let me show you why you might be right. You might be right. Here, here was my frustration with it. Let me, let me show you my frustration with it. I went in to the winter event thing, and right up here at the top, you see where the big orange number one is up in the left-hand corner? Right next to that, it says winter contingency. And right underneath of that, there's a little, like, orange flag, and it says earn rewards by completing event challenges. Oh, well, that sounds nice. I go over to challenges. Where the frick are they? There are no event challenges. Now, I got an event challenge in my first game, I'm assuming, because I got the first item. So I got this item here. I got this emblem. It looks cool, right? I should be able to equip it right from here. That's that's, that's just such an easy UI thing. I I don't know why that's not the case. But in any case, um, so I got that. So clearly I did something. And <laughs> where are the rest of the event challenges? Similar to the store and similar to other things I've said, it's fragmented. Oh, I can press Y and it equips it? No, it didn't do anything. Uh-uh. Anything in the upcoming challenges? Hang on a second. Let me go back in here. Okay, that's what you meant by press Y. I'm sorry. Upcoming challenges. Okay. Like, is this supposed to be a winter one, that little snowflake? That's the problem. I I have a snowflake right now. It's right up at the top. 100 XP for just playing a match. And it it doesn't give me anything on the thing. Is it already equipped, though? No, I don't think it's equipped. You see what I'm saying? Wait, why can't I see the more challenges now? Oh, there it goes. There it goes. The UI freaked out. Yeah, this is the 200 XP. There's a 250 one here. 
Yeah, I don't see any winter winter event challenges. Kill enemy Spartans with a headshot in PvP. Maybe that's one. I, I don't know. So that I've got this one. I've got kill enemy Spartans with a headshot. That could be an event challenge that's coming up. That no, these are upcoming weeklies. These are upcoming weeklies. So these are all just upcoming weeklies. Like this doesn't this doesn't this doesn't do anything. Oh, maybe you can get more from the weekly. So once this is in the pile, I could log in, get a daily unlock, and then a weekly maybe. Maybe that's what it is. They should be orange. Yeah, this is super confusing because if these snowflake ones are intended to be the winter event ones, it's super confusing because this is another upcoming weekly. Complete any matches. Here's one here. Kill enemy Spartans with a melee attack. And then down here. So there's three weeklies that are coming up. Which are some of these going to fall out? Some of these might fall outside the event. The event's only 14 days. Don't you just get it by leveling up? That's that, that's what's so confusing. It says earn rewards by completing event challenges. I don't see any event challenges. I played one game this morning and I got the emblem, and then that was the end of it. And then I can't get anything else. Death by Spoon says no. You don't unlock from weeklies. It wouldn't make any sense to have it be coming from weeklies because there's only 14 days in the dadgum challenge uh, event. So they, they would there would have to be a weekly right now for the event and then one next week. Looks like you have to log in, play a game to get the tier. That's exactly what my, my criticism is rooted in because I'm fairly certain that's what it is. Again, if you're just tuning in, we're breaking down the Halo Christmas event and it being time-gated, and I'm taking pretty significant issue with the setting and the setup. I took similar issue with the XP payout. I broke down the math this morning with the first four games. If you played four games a day, Monday through Friday, that's 20 games, you would get 4,000 XP. That's four levels on the Battle Pass. If I do the same 20 games, but I do them all on Saturday, I get 1,700 XP, which is less than half. I don't even get two levels on the battle pass. That's absurd. That system is 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 favoring a daily login significantly and hurting anybody who can't do that. Like, oh, I can only play on Saturday. That's my day to play. 20 games doesn't take that long. Okay, Lono, here's the deal. The event pass tells you to do event challenges, but a dev on Twitter said that's false info. Event challenges during Tenrai were bright orange. So what's going on? Is it a bug? Uh, Boarding my flight. I'm excited to see my family get some rest and then grind some Halo. Thanks for the incredible weekend, everyone. Okay. Yeah, this is probably not getting fixed. (laughs) (laughs) this is probably not getting fixed because they're all going home for the holidays good for them good for them what's good hilly that's what it is no challenges play one game unlock one tier a day lono they should have made certain challenges event specific non-swappable and unique in previous weekly challenges with no daily time cap You're kind of whiny. If 20 games doesn't take that long at all, then four should take no time at all. What kind of life do you live that every day you can clock in four games no problem? Do you have, like, no responsibilities? What about somebody who works two jobs and they've got kids? Or they work a job and they've got college classes and the, and they set aside Saturday to play video games? 
who the frick are you to say I'm whiny because I'm imposing reality on the video game and saying look this is reality this is how people's lives go like you know what I'm saying should I project onto you that you're lazy and you don't have any responsibilities and you can play every day should I make a presumption about you because you've made a presumption about me I I don't even care I don't even care homie I play this game incredibly casually. I don't care about the battle pass. I'm talking about systems that are more focused on engagement than the player. Why? Because it'll drive engagement down. I'm arguing from a place of care and concern about the game's longevity and engagement numbers. I don't give a frick about my unlocks. I have three kids and I manage uh, at a grave store 50 hours a week. You can assume what you want. So, you live a life where you've prioritized Halo to a position of importance and that's totally fine. And then you can log in your four games a night. And then the guy next to you doesn't do that. When he gets home, he is working on a project for his wife, or he's got a kid that is is of a certain age that he really takes a lot of special care right now uh, at bedtime. And so by the time he's done with all that, he can't play Halo. And he's got every right to say, Saturday's my day to block out. I'm going to play 20 games on Saturday. And this game basically says, frick you. You should have logged in every day. And with the winter event, it's a 14-day event, and if you log in with nine days left, you can't get everything. Why? Well, because frick you. You should have logged in and played every day. When you have systems that are structured around developer desires for engagement, instead of being designed around what's good for the player, it's a short road. This is not how you get people to play your game for six months. They have a six-month-long season and an XP earn rate that is stupid and another thing that they just launched, an event that's set up in a stupid way. And if they want this game to go six months with healthy engagement, this is not the way. There are better ways to get people to log in daily. There are better ways for people to feel like they can log in throughout the week whenever they want, play how long they want, and feel like their time is respected. I just love the game and others. I want to feel the grind and want to level up. Right. They should make it to be able to do this. That's exactly my point, Paul. I want Paul to love the game because he clearly does. And I want the guy right next to him to love the game, regardless of their life. And that's the issue. Think of it this way. Let me phrase this differently. You should only ever want somebody to stop playing your game because they're not enjoying it. You should never have somebody stop playing your game because it just doesn't square with their life. You, you, don't, you don't want people doing that. Imagine somebody stopping playing Halo Infinite and being like, I liked it. It was a really fun game, but I wasn't making any progress and it was really irritating. You don't want somebody stopping playing for that reason. There are plenty of people that are going to play your video game and they're going to be like, this game's just not for me. And they're going to put the controller down. And that's totally fine. You never want somebody to put the controller down because you built systems that doesn't that just doesn't square with their life. Now, this is only true to a degree. Because you wouldn't structure an MMO like Final Fantasy, Endwalker, or New World. You wouldn't structure that around somebody who can only play an hour a week. And be like, well... 
we don't want this person to feel like they can't play some games sure require a certain level of playtime to feel a sense of progression and that game can't be diluted down to like the most casual level because it would corrupt and harm the identity of the game that that's true but that has nothing to do with this current subject this subject is about a game that is purely multiplayer it's got a battle pass seasonal format and that battle pass seasonal format will only work if people continue to play and then feel like I'm coming back for the next one. It would be far better for somebody to slay out in Halo Infinite for two or three months and get everything and then feel like I'm going to take a break until the next season. That would be far better for their psychology about the game. Like, I had a good time. I'm coming back next time. Instead, what's going to happen? This is my prediction. People will stop playing because they feel like the game is asking something of them they can't give it. You want me to play every day, I can't give you that. And all my friends have advanced, or all my friends have gotten everything because they they blasted through the game, and I'm just not going to play anymore. I'm going to set the game down. Do you think that they're a likely customer of your next battle pass or season? Because I don't think they are. But if they play, and they get done, and there's like, I don't know, two or three months left in the season, it's far better for them to disengage at that point, because they're way more likely to come back. Because they're disengaging with a feeling and a sense of satisfaction, not a feeling of like, well, the game just rung me out like a rag, dude, I just, I couldn't give it what it needed. It needed daily logins, basically. I'm disabled from a workplace injury and I never leave the house with pains and anxiety and I don't have time to do all the things that I would like in games and that includes the Halo Pass. Uh, Side question, why isn't our ranking placement displayed on our player profile but the campaign difficulty completion is? Are gamers now that much? I don't know if that's why it is. I don't think it's because they're snowflakes. Good morning, Radical. It's interesting to hear the different viewpoints on this topic. By the way, by the way, this is a good discussion. We do this all the time. So if you're new here or you're one of the people disagreeing with me, we welcome that. You've not been banned or run out of here, right? We, we, we're, we're having disagreements and we do so without like name calling and being nasty. So if you come in here and you disagree with me, you are a welcome, welcome participant because that makes for great TV. If everybody just sat in here and agreed with me, it'd be a pretty boring show. <coughs> They're trying to find balance. Please that play COD or any other FPS they level up and walk away and they never come back that is certainly not true about Warzone have you ever looked at Warzone's player base numbers that is that is demonstrably not true you can it can be demonstrated no that is not true Warzone as just an un, a, a stupid amount of players it's mind-bogglingly insane how popular and and Warzone is now we don't know if the Caldera map's going to hurt those numbers but prior to Caldera, nobody was doing that. Well, I unlocked everything. Bye. No, that isn't true. Am I crazy or is Splitgate more fun than Halo? You're not crazy. You just might have different preferences. I think Halo is a blast. I really do. And I like Splitgate. I do. But I think Halo is very fun. Just don't mention Coke. That's right. If you're new and you haven't hit subscribe yet, do me a favor and do that. If you haven't hit the like button, it'd be amazing to fly up to almost 300 likes because there's a lot of people here. Uh, If you want to talk in my chat, you got to hit subscribe. If you haven't taken my poll yet, do so. 
Halo Infinite Winter Event. Will you be able to play the 10 out of the 14 days? Even if you don't play Halo, answer the poll as if you could. Like, if you were a fan of Halo, look at your schedule and just think, could I play 10 out of the next 14 days? Log in, do one game, and log out, right? Is that something that you would be able to do? Um, uh, uh, uh. I'm scrolling back up here. If you love something, should it matter what you get for playing? Wouldn't you just be play because you love it? It's amazing to me how many times people say that. It really is. I find that sentiment to be just so juvenile. I don't I don't say that as an insult. That's just a juvenile way to look at gaming. That's that's not how that's not how most people play video games these days. How many games have you played with your friends recently that didn't have some sense of progression, leveling up, battle pass, earn this, get this, unlock that? How many games are you playing with your friends for long periods of time purely for the joy of it? There's almost no games like that. Every game, every game has that sense of like, you get stuff, you unlock stuff, you progress. It's basically an industry standard now. I think it's like, Maybe juvenile is not the right word. I don't know what word I would use. It's, uh, I think it's naive. Naive is a better word. I think it's naive to just be like, well, why wouldn't people just play for the fun of it? Have you played a video game in the last decade? They're all like this now. It works at a psychological level. It works. It gets people to keep playing. I want you to go start your own game company Right, And I want you to deliver a game that has none of this stuff in it. And I want your marketing to be, I want your marketing push to be play just to have fun. And then when you don't have a player base three months later, you might see that like, maybe I was wrong about like, people should just play for fun. Maybe I don't have a fundamental understanding of the psychology of return users in video games. Maybe my sentimentality, while totally legitimate, is not shared by most of the gaming community. The original progression of the Tenrai event was way better. 343 needs to keep that progression system of Tenrai. Also, keep updated rewards of the Winter Contingency event. Good morning, Dan Zatastic. Games can be fun having a cinematic experience. Way off, Lono. I'm I'm way off. So the largest games in the industry right now, the most successful games, the most profitable games, all do exactly what I'm saying, but I'm way off. As you what? Make a make a false equivalency and compare it to single player games that are typically played once and then never touched again by the lion's share of the community who plays video games, which would prove my point. Because you don't come back to it. I'm not way off. The industry has my back on this. I, I, I could throw a rock in a dark room and hit a video game that proves my point. It's like, uh, Apex, uh, Fortnite, Call of Duty. Let's see here. What else do we got? Oh, yeah, Candy Crush. Uh, any mobile game in existence. Like, they're all built this way now. It's not about you or the industry, it's about the individual player experience. Thank you for joining my side of the argument. You just joined my side. You didn't even realize it. That was slick, wasn't it? I got him on my side. Didn't even realize it. It's not about you or the industry. It's about the individual player experience. I appreciate your apology and joining my side of the argument. That's what I've been saying all morning. 
Yeah, Fall Guys. I've been saying that all morning. It's about the individual experience. The individual is subjective and different. And when you have a game that is crafted in a way that doesn't allow the individual to play as they want or play as themselves, your game will suffer because of it. You play a game because they're fun. Great. Everybody in the chat right now isn't agreeing with you, which is proof that the individual isn't TJ Rage. If the individual's having fun, let them have fun. What have I said this morning would disrupt your fun? What have I what have I proposed that would hurt your fun? What? What single amount of criticism that I've lobbied against the XP earn rate or the required daily login of the winter event? What what have I proposed that would hurt your fun or take away from your fun? I've not yucked your yum. I've not said that you shouldn't play that way. I've not done that. I have pointed out that the game is doing that to other people. The game is telling other people, you you have to play this way if you want to actually progress. If you want to have fun by progressing, well, this is the way to progress. You got to play every day and don't go past four or five games because then you get depreciating returns. I didn't say that. You said if the individual is having fun, let them have fun. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I have not once said anything today that would hurt the individual experience of anybody. I have promoted the individual experience of those who can't fit the current framework of Halo's design. My entire argument hinges on the fact that when you build a game and the structures are set up in a way that is because of the desires of the developer for daily engagement, it will have an inverse effect. Because the veil has been torn off and people are like, you just want me to log in every day. You can have fun just beating folks in matches without worrying about some rank. TJ Rage, you can have fun going and raking leaves in the rain. I just told you you can go have fun doing something that you might not find fun. Does that make it fun for you because I've simply asserted it? Go go rake go rake leaves in the rain. You'll have fun doing it. You're like, I wouldn't have fun doing that. Well, my kids have fun doing it. Why wouldn't you have fun doing it? You're telling somebody, oh, you can have fun. Just beat folks in matches. You don't have to worry about your rank or your XP. And they're looking at you saying, what do you mean? I I, want to get XP. I want to level up. That's not what I'm saying. It's what you just typed. You're acting as if it, that you shouldn't worry. You don't have to worry about your rank. You don't have to worry about leveling up. Just have fun and play. Go rake leaves in the rain. It will be fun. Don't you just enjoy being out in nature? Don't you enjoy seeing a clean lawn? Don't you like being in the rain? Isn't it refreshing? And you would say no to all of that. You would say, I don't want to do any of that. That sounds terrible. And when you tell somebody, play Halo for 20 matches and get virtually no XP after game six and just play for fun. They're looking at you the same way that you would look at me if I told you to go rake leaves in the rain. They would look at you like you're crazy. What do you mean? I don't want to play. I don't want to play 15 matches of Halo and get no XP. Just play for fun. You take your fun and shove it in your ear. That's what they would say. They don't want to do that. If you're going to argue for your individual experience, you have to understand there are other people who are very different than you that are arguing for their individual experience. 
I'm with TJ. Being uh, obsessed and XP and leveling instead of enjoying the game for its mechanics and stuff is what I would call juvenile, not the other way around. <laughs> right. Because the sense of investment, pride, and achievement, and prestige, that's a juvenile thing. You're right. That's childish. Yeah. To set your mind on something and go do something that is challenging and requires time investment and commitment and then turning around and looking at that and feeling pride and accomplishment from it, you're right, that's juvenile. I hope that the dripping sarcasm is clear. Mindlessly playing game after game with no purpose, nothing attached to it, that is juvenile. You're welcome to play in a juvenile way. There's nothing wrong with childlike wonderment. There's nothing wrong with the simplicity of just playing a game. But there's nothing attached to that. It's just you playing a game over and over again. It's just Candyland a hundred times. Cool. Good for you. Other people like to feel a sense of accomplishment, a sense of investment, a sense of pride, a sense of, I put in all these hours, and here are all the things I got as a result. That is the opposite of juvenile. There is a reason the average age of gamers is 28 and up, and all these systems exist in games. You think these systems are here in these games for the kids? For the... For the... The media-addled ADHD brains of the the younger generation who just just soaks up iPads and iPhones and me 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 and then and then shoot shoot shoot. You think they're the reason these progression systems exist? No, these progression systems exist because of the fact that the the average gamer is twenty eight and up, and that's what people want to feel. They want to feel a sense of accomplishment. They want to feel a sense of movement. Their loyalty is awarded and tracked. People like that. That's not juvenile at all. This is a wonderful discussion, by the way. Even if I disagree with you sharply, this is a really good discussion. How much are you really accomplishing with these progression systems, though? A lot of times, they're just hamster wheels. Homie, it's all about perception, is it not? It's all about perception. If if your perception... I'll give you an example. When I beat Dark Souls 3, what did I really accomplish? Can I take can I take that anywhere? C- can I? Is it a physical item that I can go out and say, "Look look at this thing that I built." No. It's a it's it's a digital checkbox inside a game world that you you can't even see right now. I have to go open up the game world to even show you that I did it. So, you could argue that I achieved nothing. You could you say you didn't achieve anything. You didn't build anything. It's not tangible. The average person doesn't give a crap if you beat Dark Souls 3. It's a digital checkbox sitting on a computer hard drive that I can do nothing with. Nothing. And yet, I got a I, I had such a great sense of accomplishment from it. Do you see? Like So you you could look at this and say, "Well, what are you really achieving by leveling up a battle pass?" You're asking the wrong question. (laughs) The question is, why do so many people find it satisfying? And the answer is, people like to see their work tracked and honored. It's why we like to... um, I'm trying to think of other examples. We... uh, 
you love you love to look back at like your metrics if you work at a, a at a sales rep or whatever. They they put everybody's metrics back on like a dry erase board, right? People like to see their work displayed. I got 17 sales this this week, right? It's on a board and it's on a dry erase board. Who the frick cares about that? Somebody took a felt pen and wrote the number 17 on a dry erase board in the lunchroom of some retail store. Nobody gives a crap about that, and yet, feels good to you, doesn't it? Your perception, your work is on display. It's how we're wired as people. I, th- th- this, is, this is just human, human nature. When I put all the Christmas lights up on my house, I didn't just go inside and say, well, job's done, kid. All right, let's, uh, you know, the, the job's done, kids. Let's go do something else now. What did I do? I brought everybody outside. And I said, look, look at what I did. Does it look good? Do you like it? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't spend three hours putting Christmas lights on my house and then, like, go in the basement and, and, and play cards with my kids and just be like, yeah, it, it's out there. Okay, let's move on. No, I wanted people to look at it. I wanted people to comment. My back was sore from looking up at the dumb gutter on a ladder. <laughs> yeah, putting your kid's picture on a fridge. From the cradle to the grave, we love this. We put badges of honor on soldiers. We put plaques on walls. We put kids' drawings on the fridge. Why? we like to see the things that we have done represented in some way. This is why battle passes work for virtually every game they land in. Doesn't matter what the game is. Doesn't matter what the player demographic is. Doesn't matter the age. Everybody loves that sense. You don't even care that everybody's doing the same dadgum thing. You don't care. Oh, I just hit 17. Oh, cool. I hit 25. You don't care. That doesn't diminish your sense of accomplishment. That doesn't diminish you. You like that? Yeah, you're right. And based on the industry, so do tons of other people. Do you honestly think right now, if we polled a million gamers and we said, which would you prefer? A game with the battle pass and unlocks and a sense of leveling up and progression or a game that you just play for fun? Which game do you think is going to garner the most votes? Which? Which game? If you're doing market research for your next video game, and they put you in charge, TJ, and they're like, alright, TJ, what do you think we should do? Let's just build a game that's all about having fun. We don't need battle passes, XP unlocks. We don't need that sense of progression. That's rubbish. Let's just make a game that's all about having fun. Go pull the public and quickly realize you're building a game that has no legs. Has no legs. The better question is, do you play for a battle pass in cosmetics or great gameplay? Well, Corver, it's a blend, is it not? You could have the most amazing... You could have the most amazing battle pass in the world, but if the gameplay sucks, who cares? Why is he yelling at TJ? What? What are you, a little old lady? I'm not yelling. Did you wet yourself or something? Did you get scared? I didn't yell. This is yelling! I'm not yelling. <laughs> I'm having a passionate discussion. Don't do that passive swipe crap with me. Don't do that. 
take a hike if that's what you're gonna do. I don't I don't like the sideline swipes. I don't. I, I don't respect you for it. Yeah, why not both? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Let, let's let's phrase it. Let's phrase the debate another way. Let's phrase the debate another way. If you have a game like Halo, and there are clearly people right now in the chat that don't like this, the lack of sense of progression or the slowness or whatever, and you don't care because you're just playing for fun, okay? You're just playing for fun. You understand that you just took yourself out of the discussion. You did. What do you care if the XP earn rate gets better? What do you care if the unlocks get better or the progression gets better? What do you care if they update the Halo Christmas event to be more friendly to people that don't that don't log in every day? What do you care? You just play for fun. Shut up. We don't what your input doesn't matter. You don't care about any of this stuff. You don't care about the battle pass, the winner event, the unlocks, the XP earn rate. You don't care about the sense of progression and leveling. So just be quiet then. I'm not being rude to you and telling you to be quiet. I'm simply showing you it's illogical to enter to insert yourself into debate and be like, well, I just play for fun. Well, then be quiet. Your input doesn't matter. You've removed yourself from the debate. They could turn the battle pass into a circus show where you unlock clown uniforms. It just shouldn't matter to you. You just play for fun. Who, who cares what you have to say? Do you see? You've invalidated your own input. I'm not being rude and telling you to be quiet. I'm illustrating a point. Hear, hear me say that, please. People always act like I'm, I don't, I just, I ban people that disagree with me because they come in and act like a, 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 a Neanderthal and they insult people and they get banned. I am not telling you to be quiet. I'm simply showing you, logically speaking, your input in this matter doesn't matter. That's exactly the point that makes people like this so difficult to deal with. I like arguing it's fun. I do too. I think I saw somebody write a paragraph, and I want to read their paragraph because I hadn't interacted with them yet. It was uh, Emperor Mac said, just to play devil's advocate then, what about games like Mario Kart? No battle pass system, and yet it's still a massively successful game, and people constantly go back to it and play it all the time. Emperor Mac, you have to talk about intentionality then. What's the intentions of the developer? Do you think the intentions of the developer of Mario Kart are the same as the intentions of 343 with Halo Infinite? Do you think they're the same? You, you, you have to know they're not the same. Halo Infinite is intended to be a game that goes on for 10 years. Mario Kart... And, and Mario Kart has unlocks, by the way, so you're, you're not quite representing Mario Kart all that well. Every time I played with my kids, we were unlocking stuff. We were unlocking we were unlocking cosmetics. We were unlocking stuff for our cars. We were unlocking new tires, unlocking new bikes, unlocking new 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 Mario new new carts. We were unlocking all kind of stuff. So it still is not accurate to act like Mario Kart's just play for the fun of it. Mario Kart had baked into it achievements, unlocks, and things to work on. It didn't have a battle pass, but still. Who's playing Mario Kart for hours each week? Right, like one. This let's zoom out here. Let's zoom out. Let's stop. Let's stop 
debating down here and let's just look at the game just look at Halo Infinite and ask yourself what's the point of this game what's their aim what's their goal what is it to have an ongoing Halo Infinite game to have an ongoing live service game that's their goal that's like the biggest most simple explanation we can give okay it's an ongoing Halo okay so then decisions about the game should bolster that goal it should bolster it you want people playing in three or four months do you not you want people playing in five or six months do you not okay well then the decisions you're making should be bolstering that goal to bring it to fruition if, 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 I, if my goal I was let's say I was building a company and my goal was to get you to regularly visit my gym and I made it to where your gym membership was extremely rigid and if you didn't come in every single day you were docked allowances like you couldn't use certain pieces of equipment no yeah you you can't use that equipment yet why well you you were supposed to be here five days last week you were only here three so you have to wait to use that piece of equipment i would be driving my membership away why because my decisions are not bolstering regular visits why because i'm more worried about a rigid determined desired engagement than a person's real life I'm like I, I I can't come here every day what's the big deal you live five minutes away just come here every day and jump on a machine for 20 minutes and then you'll slowly unlock the rest of the machines in my gym what's the problem some would say you're over you're over emphasizing the need and desire to have people daily come to your gym you're doing it to your peril you're, you're, you're driving your customers away. You have a desire that makes sense. I want people to come back to my gym as often as possible. That's cool. But you're creating this rigidity to where it's having the inverse effect and driving people away. Games having unlockables back in the day is different from today's battle passes? No, it's not. It's the same animal. Do you honestly think leveling up and prestiging and getting unlocks in Modern Warfare 2, you don't think that's the seedbed and the inspiration for the modern battle pass? You're kidding yourself. If you don't think that was basically the first battle pass, come on. If you're new and you've never been here before, this has been a... I love this. This has been a great debate. I love you guys that come in here and you love Halo so much, and you get in the ring, and you box with me. It is so enjoyable to have people respectfully disagree. I, I gotta tell you, it's so refreshing. So if you're enjoying the show, keep in mind, this is a safe-for-work broadcast. We do this Monday through Friday. It's a great time. Hit subscribe and the bell button. I'll be in your subfeed all week with live shows about different gaming news topics, and we have a really good time. This afternoon, we have a show that we'll be doing about Star Wars The Old Republic and why you might want to check this game out in 2022. Why I might want to check this game out next year. (laughs) They're doing some stuff, but that's for later. The classic forcing consumers to meet the need of the system rather than designing a system that meets the need of the consumer. Oh, what a... I, I love you, Legend. That is so well said. Yes. Forcing consumers to meet the need of the system rather than designing a system that meets the need of the consumer. Yes. So concisely well stated I said it another way this morning 
you're designing a game that is focused on and systems that are focused on engagement rather than it's focused on the player yeah Star Wars the Old Republic they're doing big things not Knights of the Old not, not Knights of the Old Republic that's getting a remake Star Wars the Old Republic there's something there we'll talk about it later make sure you're here I'm just wetting your appetite I'm not indulging you think if Battlefront 2 had a battle pass it would have been more successful I don't know I don't know that's a tough one that's a tough one they sullied that game so quick they sullied that game real quick I remember when those unlocks in game were met with caution because it was feared it would lead to payable unlocks I mean I uh I fundamentally let's 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 maybe shift to a different lane here and and get more I don't know maybe calm maybe more calm I really like Halo I and and I am not a Halo fanboy I am not I was a cod head I played Call of Duty I played Unreal Tournament and 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 Quake the, those those were the games I played okay so I, I'm not a Halo guy but there's something about this Halo. I've, I've said it since the summer. In the summer, when they released that Halo Infinite multiplayer trailer, I was like, whoa, they're getting something right. There's something there. I told you guys back then, I said, like, there's a secret sauce. I'm, 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 something smells good. You know, when you walk through the house and somebody's making something, you're like, whoo, something smells amazing. And you know it's going to taste good just off the smell. You know what that's like. It's a brand new meal. You don't even know what it is. But boy, you can tell from the smell. You're like, okay, okay, we're in for a treat. I got a whiff of that in the summer. I was like, ah, there's something here, man. There is something here. And then it landed. And I was like, yep, I was right. There's something here. There's something about Halo. And then HCS hits a 260,000 viewer peak. People are praising it, saying it was great. Right now, they had bugs, they had glitches. Boy, oh boy, is this game rough around the edges. I will concede that point anytime it's made. It is rough. It's got a ways to go. But there's something here, man. There's something inside this game at its core that is good. And that's why when I see these systems and I see this winter event, I think to myself, somebody somewhere at your company doesn't get it. Look at what the other games do and mimic it. You're not that special. You aren't. Look at Warzone, look at Fortnite, look at Apex, look at Splitgate, look at Fall Guys. You're missing the mark at a basic level. You aren't that special, okay? If you want new players, if you want people to enjoy this game, stop making it so dadgum hard. Stop making decisions that are about engagement and start making decisions that are about the player. You aren't even hitting the base level expectations that people have about events, unlocks, and battle passes in any other game. You think you're special enough, Halo, to carry all these dumb deadweight decisions behind yourself? I got news for you. These things will drag you into the ocean and drown you. Your player base will dwindle. These are not fundamentally good decisions they are decisions that are mechanistically driven and will hurt the organic growth and health of the game that's that's where I'm coming from 
I am not sitting here hating on the game. I'm not. We, we, we're, we've been doing Halo Infinite custom games on Friday night. If you want to hit, hit the join button. Let, let's get some members here. Hit that join button. It's five bucks a month. You get a badge. You get emotes. Do, do, let's get some direct support going for the show here. We're here Monday through Friday, right? You, you, you can become a member. Subscribing is free. Membership's five bucks a month. You can join some Halo custom games, right? Get in our Discord. Start playing with us. You know, be, be, be here on a Friday night. I enjoy this game. I do. I don't get wound up and passionate and 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 like this. I don't I don't rise up into like my passionate self about games I don't like. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I've covered Cyberpunk a handful of times and I've gotten kind of passionate about it cuz it could have been so so much better than it was. I actually think it's it's not as bad as people make it out to be. It actually has fared very it's fared well on PC. It's not exceptional, but it's fared well on PC. It got a bad rap because of the the old console crap that that was self-inflicted and it certainly is their fault. But you know, when a game when a game hooks me, that's why I was getting so fired up about New World. I like New World. I've been enjoying myself and I see him making these stupid decisions or bad communication or copyright striking a video <laughs> it turns out a uh, little recap after yesterday it turns out he had um, advertisements for some some website that sells gold and you can't do that and I think that's what they're trying to do which means he'd have to take all those videos out that company's reached out to me hundreds of times and I won't reply to them Just, you, you think I'm going to promote your, your, your freaking scam website on my YouTube videos get the frick out of my inbox Nano626 of the membership. There it is. First member of the day. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. We also have coffee. My shirt is from 80s Tees. It's a Christmas Transformer shirt. And the displates in the background. We're partnered with Displate. We're partnered with 80s Tees. And we have our own coffee. If you're a coffee drinker, you'd be supporting a, a small family-owned and operated business. My, my wife and kids pack this up and ship it to you. We got a light roast, a dark roast, and a holiday blend. Hey, I just tuned in. Not sure what's been discussed. Fortnite does timed events as well. Each day you unlock a new challenge, and they can be completed anytime after during the event for the reward. Right there. Thank you, Sam. I said that. Just let me bank them. Just let me bank them. I missed yesterday. Okay, well, I should have been able to bank a challenge and get two things. It's a 14-day event, and there's 10 unlocks. So if I log in after seven days have passed and I've got seven banked things waiting for me, there's nothing wrong with that. I unlock three or four, come back the next day. So whether or not I play a bunch, whether or not I play a bunch on, on, um, oh, cool. Whether or not I play a bunch on, on the beginning of the event, middle of the event, or the end of the event, who cares? Who cares? I think the poll is showing pretty clearly that the daily login focus is alienating a large point of the player base. Yeah, take the poll, 670 votes, 60% are saying no, I would not be able to play 10 out of the 14 days. That's a lot of dadgum people. That's the majority. That's more than 50%. That's the majority. 58 to 42. Sorry, I rounded. 60-40. Like, 58% are like, no, I wouldn't be able to. No, huh? (laughs) 
I don't have time for that. I got I got other games I play. I got other things I'm working on. I'm working two shifts. I'm working two jobs. I've got college. I've got kids. I'm I'm in a I'm in an awesome dating relationship. You know what I'm saying? I'm a ninja turtle. I, you know, I fight crime at night. I don't know. Not not everybody can play every every single day, you know? It's Yeah. Murph says, I smell a clipped video upload. What are you talking about? What did I say? Yeah, my parents are in town. My in-laws are in town. (laughs) Right? My in-laws are in town. They're not. They're not. But I'm stuck watching westerns. (laughs) Eugene, this is getting very, very specific. (laughs) I'm stuck watching westerns and Hank won't give me the remote. What? Actually, a bank feature for the challenges would be nice for people that can't make it every day and maybe even for their dailies in general. Right. Small Halo rant from a few minutes ago. Oh, was it good, Murph? Or you think people are going to clip snipe it? Can I be a Ninja Turtle? I don't know. Can you? I knew it. I always knew you were a turtle. (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's good. Let's see. Have we met a lot of new people today, or was this mainly was this mainly the the core audience? I'm actually very curious in in how we fared today. Oh, we have met a lot of new people. Awesome, awesome. We've met some new folks, new subs, and um, folks are not searching for this, but we are we are meeting people off of a suggest. So if you clicked on on this video because it was suggested to you, thank you for doing that. People are not searching for this, though. They're not searching for the Halo winter event or the Christmas event, which is interesting to me. You have two kids, two jobs, ETC, care so much about cosmetics in a game, you're barely able to play. Wait, Gail, are you... Are you saying that if you have two kids and two jobs that they shouldn't care about the, the cosmetics in a game they're barely able to play? Are you are you acting as if that's 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 not like logical or there's something wrong with that or are you saying that that's where you are you're like I, I you know I care about these cosmetics in this game and I'm barely able to play like I really care about um, uh, really big awesome movies but I'm barely able to go out and watch them that doesn't diminish my care concern or love for them Halo's challenge system would could have all the complaints addressed by having all challenges active immediately at Tuesday's reset. I'm actually interested in the Star Wars The Old Republic conversation this afternoon. I'm excited to talk about another MMO. <laughs> Speaking of big awesome movies. No, 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 no. No, 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 Yeah, I agree with that, Justin. The idea of like, well, you could take the you could take the challenge system and just let everything be active immediately. So whenever you play, it's all there, right? It's all there. Uh, my home experience is better than the movie experience. I tend to agree with that, especially after the TV you guys got me. <laughs> just making a setup, trying to understand how someone having so little time to play could care that much. So, Gail. Let's say 
you you grew up playing Halo and you loved it and it was so fun and you were looking forward to this release so much but you're in college working on a PhD and you also have a job do you now understand how somebody could care a lot about playing and unlocking dope things in Halo and they have a love for the game even though they're not able to play that much do you see what I'm saying did I just give you like a pathway for empathy like come on even more so in a first person game where you won't even see your character you see your character all the time you see your character at the beginning of the game when you die you see your character at the end of the game you see your character when you're in the lobby you see your character all the time it's on HBO Zubair well I'll have to watch that tonight maybe I'm excited for Star Wars MMO however could you imagine if a company made a division like MMO with the graphics of Ghost of Tsushima just take my money you want a division like MMO with the graphics of Ghost of Tsushima you know what I can't wait for I can't wait for Ghost of Tsushima live service where I have my own samurai and I get all this cool stuff I can't wait for that to happen it's coming I can sense it. It's like I can sense it like in the force. It's out there. I can feel it. It's coming. Right now? Okay. We have a login from my in-laws signed up for something and got and got HBO. So we'll we'll try and I'm gonna try and watch that tonight then. Yeah, you see your character driving vehicles? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see your hands on the gun, you see your arms and hands when you're carrying the flag. Yeah, you see your character all the time. I think there's enough cosmetics that aren't tied to events. We're not talking about that. That doesn't really have anything to do with a, with an event's structure. Like, I'm coming to you and saying, this event structure is not set up in a way that's conducive to, you know, players varying gameplay. Well, there's plenty of other cosmetics. Okay, that, that's not an answer to, the, to my issue. Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer is so good. Better loot system than in other multiplayer games. Yeah. I think that's a big giant experiment, Gale Play. I think Ghost of Tsushima Legends and Rivals and all that, I think it's a big giant experiment for a live service Ghost of Tsushima game. I think they're going to take inspiration from uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Valhalla, as well as when Assassin's Creed Infinite comes out, or Infinity or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think there's a Ghost of Tsushima like live service RPG game, and you're going to become a ghost. You're going to study under Jin, and you're going to become a ghost. He's gonna He's going to teach you that the, the, the way of the samurai is inferior to the way of the ghost. That's what I think they're going to do. Depending upon your cell phone plan through AT&T, you can get free. Yeah, they did something where they got it for free and then they could add other people. So like we have our own login and can watch HBO. It's dope. It's some family thing that they did. So they added us and our, my sister-in-law. So we've gotten I got to that's how I got to see Dune that'd be pretty neat sign me up for that yeah that's that's my prediction I think in the meantime they're gonna add other islands around Tsushima if you look at the map and how it zooms out for Ikishima I think they're gonna while they're building whatever this live service ghost ends up being they're gonna be adding islands around and expanding the game and all of those islands will probably come baked with tests and ideas and implementations for the live service game 
This is why I hate that the Halo event is time-gated. When Apex does events like this, it's XP-based, and you just play until you get enough XP to unlock all the free rewards. Right. Trek and Yomi is a samurai-like uh, Lono coming to Game Pass next year on PlayStation. Why are you, why are you using that emoji? Trek and Yomi looks dope, but isn't Trek and Yomi a um, side scroller? It looks amazing, but that has nothing to do with what I just outlined for Ghost of Tsushima. You're like doing a facepalm like I stepped in it or something. I, I don't understand. Because Halo isn't XP based. Yeah, it's not XP based. That's 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 an illusion, by the way. That is an illusion. Right? Um It for uh, I've spoken with a former Bungie employee. Uh, even those cha- changes they've made, although they say it's XP, it's more like daily challenges. I hate that it's not right. Ghost coming to PC eventually. Hercules, yes. God of War. God of War is coming in January to PC. Oh, I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. If it's XP based, just not in the traditional sense. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. It is, and it is. It is and it isn't. It's like it is XP based, but at the same time, it's not. It's 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 there there there's something else going on. We only need 24 more likes for 300 likes. If you guys have been enjoying the show today, it's free to support me by clicking the subscribe button and the like button. We appreciate all the new subs today. We've really blasted through another milestone on the channel. We are we are screaming to 10k subs, and I greatly appreciate it. I also think having a progression system like Reach outside of the Battle Pass and Ranked would be great. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost 2022 and people are still struggling to get a console uh, and to not get the sickie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feel, Don't do that, though. That makes it feel bleak. <laughs> that makes it feel bleak, Zubair. Come on, let's talk about how good 2022 is going to be. We're going to get to play God of War on a PC. We're going to get to play Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring. Like, come on. Secure is 50% off right now. Biggest drop ever for it. You may want to get that stream Friday if you can. Dadgummit. Dadgummit. Yeah, I didn't want to I didn't want to bail on a from Friday. I was thinking we could at least do the morning stream and just have a conversation cuz the install size of Elden Ring uh, has been revealed and that could be a good conversation topic. Horizon Forbidden West is about twice almost three times the size and I'm like, "Huh. I got the impression that Elden Ring was very big. And if it is very big and extra life or extra life is correct and we've only seen a percentage of the map, then my gosh, Horizon Forbidden West is going to be just massive. <laughs> Don't forget to add to this that going into 2022, YouTube still has the top chat as an option. <laughs> top chat is good 
for live events if you know what i wish just let me do this as a streamer let me set that default so if you're doing game awards or some big event sure let them set it to top chat it's good for that but let me set it to something else let me set the default to live i i think top chat has a purpose and it's for things like game awards and other other things where like you have 25,000 people watching or 50,000 or whatever, you know, 100,000 people watching an HCS tournament and you want all that stuff to get automatically filtered out. Well, then they can set top chat for their event, but let me set live chat as the default for my stuff. Yo, what's good, Hex? What's good, Emu Billy? How are you? How big is Horizon? Like 110 gig. Oh, is that the P- PS5 version or the PS4? I don't know. Elden Ring's like 40-something gig, and Horizon's like 110. <laughs> it's like, wow. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's the PS5 version and the dynamic lighting or something and the textures. Maybe Horizon's going for really, really big next-gen stuff, and it just takes up more space. And Elden Ring's not doing that. So it's not a cause for concern. It's just like, this is, a, this is an interesting thing to compare and theorize about. That's what I, I think it's an interesting thing to compare uh, and theorize about. Yeah, it could be the data controller. Yeah, it could be a variety of a, a variety of things. Um, this this Star Wars Old Republic thumbnail turned out so good too. I was having trouble with it, and then it just clicked. It was like, oh, this looks good. I'm going to schedule that stream now. We'll get redirect set up. If you guys have been enjoying the show, we cover a lot of different topics here. And uh, it's again, it's always kind of like a video game radio. You can throw me on in the background. And uh, a lot of people do that. And they can do it with confidence because I am a safer work broadcaster. Um, and you don't got to worry about the kind of language that I'm going to use. Star Wars The Old Republic came out in 2011 amazing just amazing just amazing so such an old game and just still kicking you think about Diablo 3 you think about Final Fantasy I don't know there's something brewing over there and we're gonna talk about it we are gonna talk about it Mm-mm. customization subscribers can talk as long as they're a subscriber for any duration and we will set this for 12 people will get their 30 minute noti in about 7 minutes okay save that image close that close that and make sure the next stream is on low latency Okay, that is set. There we go. Come over here. Set the redirect. And save. Beautiful. Hello there, been a few days. Yo, it's good, Fuzzy. And we get nine likes before the redirect. We got time. We got about we got about thirty minutes. We're still going. We're still going on this subject. We're still going on on uh, on Halo and the the Halo Christmas event or the what is it? The Halo Infinite Winter Contingency. Halo Winter Event. Whatever. That's what we're talking about. What's happening? Are we getting Thanos snaps? No. Elder Ring is forty four gig 
pre-day one, no number post-day one. Oh. Oh. The Horizon Forbidden West download size was flagged as misleading by the sub, by the way. Oh, it might not be that big then. Okay, okay. That's helpful to know. That is helpful uh, to know. I want Star Wars The Old Republic on consoles. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, golly. Wouldn't that be amazing? I missed the talk. What's the synopsis so far? What's good, uh, Pop and Dolphins? So, yeah, I'll give you the too long didn't read if you missed the opening uh, of the stream. The, the Halo Christmas event, or the Halo Infinite Winter Contingency. Basically, what they did is they rolled out a Halo Infinite Winter event with 10 rewards, and it lasts for 14 days. And if you don't log in every day and play one game at least 10 of the 14 days you have to do that you will not be able to get all of the items so if you started playing this event and there were six or seven days left you would not be able to get all of the items because there wouldn't even be enough days left if you play five or six days in a row and then go on vacation and come back and there's two or three days left you cannot get everything you can only get the number of items that you play uh, out of the 14 days, at least you got again. You got to play. That's what the poll at the top of the chat is about. Which it's nearing 800 votes. If you haven't voted yet, Halo Infinite Winter Event. Will you be able to play 10 out of the 14 days? Even if you're not a fan of Halo, you can answer the question. Like imagine that you were a fan of Halo. Would you be able to play 10 out of the 14 days? Is that something that would be possible for you? And. uh if, if no, then answer no. It does seem to me, from, from where I sit, the, uh, the consensus of the audience is that no, most of us wouldn't be able to do that. That's, that's, that's not normal enough or, or fitting enough or whatever. And so my position has been that this is another decision that's coming from 343 that is more concerned about engagement than it is about the players. I make the same criticism of the XP adjustments they made. You get more XP for your first, you know, what, five games of the day or whatever. And so we did the math. If you played four games a day, Monday through Friday, that would be 20 games. And those 20 games would net you 4,000 XP under the current system. So you played 20 games and you would level up four times on the battle pass because it's 1,000 XP for every level. So 4,000 XP playing four games a night, Monday through Friday. If I played 20 games, just like you, but I did all 20 games on Saturday, I would get 1,700 XP, which means I don't even level up twice. I get less than half that you do simply because I played differently. We played the same number of games, but I played differently. And that is my criticism of the XP adjustments that they made, because it is my belief that is not built around the players or the players' needs. It's built around Halo's or 343's desire to have you log in every day. Now, my main issue for being frustrated with this is I enjoy Halo. I would like it to be successful. And I worry that if they continue to make decisions like this that are rigidly designed for daily engagement, it will have an inverse effect and hurt engagement. That's my position. And you grind the event in a day if you wanted? No. One item a day one item a day and that's why if you if you have to play 10 days out of the 14 you must or it won't work now they might update this between now and the end of the event which I personally think that they should 
Uh, I think they should let you bank any missed days. You know, maybe only do that when there's seven days left. When there's seven days left, just say, no, you can earn as many as you want. The final seven days, go nuts. So if you can get a good session in, you know, those last seven days, go for it. You know, if you've missed a bunch of days, no worry. No worries. Go crazy. Have a ball. What does 343 have to gain by making people log in on the daily instead of, say, once a week? More than likely, this is my personal opinion, I think they have somebody somewhere at a vision level, decision-making level, uh, you know, they're in in a decision-making capacity, and I believe whoever that person is, is too corporately minded. I believe they're looking at reports and statistics, and looking at, like, well, the more people log in, the more likely they're to spend money, and I believe that they are making decisions that are corporately driven as opposed to decisions that are you know like gameplay driven so i'm not sure what just happened we just lost like 50 people in the blink of an eye it wasn't on my end if youtube's acting up i apologize if people are having to refresh that's a very abnormal thing if somebody a little while ago said they were having blips but then nothing happened to the view count but we just lost like 50 people so either folks are like no, that's usually a YouTube thing. It'll probably bounce back. It was probably a blip. Usually the blips hit mobile or one particular region, and something must have just happened. Um, I'll tell you what. Hit subscribe. Hit the bell button if you haven't already. We got more talk show coming up about Star Wars The Old Republic. We got more great things to happen. Uh, you got all sorts of ways you can support the stream. If you like my shirt, uh, shirt command, the displates, the displate command. If you're doing any last-minute Amazon shopping for Christmas, use the Amazon command or use my Amazon affiliate link below in the description. It doesn't give you a discount, but clicking that link before you shop supports me. Uh, so thank you to everybody who has been using uh, that Amazon uh, affiliate link. We greatly appreciate it. Um, so I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we're not shutting this stream down or anything. Uh, I'll be right back. And in a little while, we'll be switching gears to Star Wars The Old Republic. Don't go anywhere. Thanks for all the support. Maybe order some coffee. We only got one coffee order today. Get you some. When the Frickmas blend's gone, it's gone. All right, I'll be right back.
That's not player friendly at all. What is this? What are those? Pr are those prices like sales right now? Been a great discussion today. Thanks for the back and forth, guys. Hope everyone's day is going well. Why I grind my face off in my own gaming side of the world? There you go. AWS servers are also having an outage today, apparently. Oh, really? Okay. <sighs> Yeah. There was it wasn't anything on my end. Usually if my end acts up, it's just drop frames and that usually causes like a viewership fluctuation, but not like a 50 person drop. So it's possible we were sitting on a rotator somewhere and then we just hit a long enough time that we got we got kicked off of it. That also happens pretty regularly. Um YouTube's also being odd today. We're we're we had we've had so many people here, um, and uh, it doesn't seem like that on the back end. I think YouTube's still doing stuff. I think they're preparing. Uh, January is like we think is the month they're going to make a bunch of changes to live streaming. So periodically, we've looked on the back end and we're like, this stuff's not like certain features just won't work right and stuff. So it's possible that they're trying to like roll out features in the back end or or on the front end or whatever and sometimes I think it causes issues um, that we're like wait what happened did we just have a blip or you know what's going on is everybody okay and then and then all of a sudden it fixes itself I'm pretty sure that January the 5th is when everything is going to happen because they sent out like a, a bazillion emails saying Hey, all this, all our terms and services are updating on January the fifth. January the fifth, and I was like, huh. And they made it very clear that in 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 next year, they're making they're 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 really focusing on like big changes for live streaming. So I think January the fifth might be like one of the first days that they roll some stuff out. Um, that's not player friendly at all. Murph might have been responding to me talking about the winter event. I don't know. I don't know if he's. I don't think. I don't know if he's responding to Eugene showing sales numbers for the PlayStation. I think he said, "Wait, that's the system." As in, wait, that's the system in Halo. Like I outlined the the system before I stepped away. Do you ever stream on Purple? No, I do not stream over on Purple. We are full-time over here on YouTube. We have multiple channels. This is the live channel where we do two talk shows a day. Well, two shows a day. Sometimes the second show is gameplay. And then we have a channel that is just purely really quick updates, like little four-minute videos. And then we have a larger channel with about 47,000 subs, and that gets uploads and periodic live streams as well. Uh... What are the changes? Just high-level vision or technicals? I don't know. What what changes are you talking about? Oh, 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 for YouTube? I've seen stuff that may be getting implemented in January. Maybe not. I know other people have seen things. I know, like, Valky Ray said that, you know, there should be something coming that'll be, like, the Prime thing where you'll do, like, YouTube Premium and you'll get, like, one free membership to the streamer of your choice. Gifted memberships are apparently coming better discoverability for live streams a better chat experience um, better monetization for live streams apparently that's all coming next year they are they are heavily pushing 
to make live streaming better on the platform, which is good news for us because that's primarily what we do. It's primarily what I do. I can make good upload videos, but like mainly what I where I I thrive in the live environment. I uh, I, I thrive in the live live environment, and so. We're, we're hoping that those changes are big. I, I don't think they snagged, you know, Tim the Tapman and Lupo and Ludwig and I don't think they did all that and they're just going to sit on their hands. I think next year is going to be a very, very big year for live streaming on YouTube. And we're we're hoping, I would love it. It, 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 it's, it seems like it's going to become a very, very close possibility that we could have 10,000 subs going into January. We are very, very close. We just rolled over today out of the 9.3 into the 9.4 which is just... You know, extremely exciting. So, if if because when you hit ten thousand subs, like it it your channel gets treated a little bit differently. You unlock new features, and um, we are we are we hit well above our weight class. There are there are channels that are five times the size of ours that don't pull the the live interaction that we do. So we're we are in a great spot. We are. I'm very very excited. About uh, about everything that we're gonna try and do next year, it's gonna be good. And you guys come in, man. You, the, the support's been so good. The the daily talk shows and the interaction and the debates have just been so so good. Um, it's been very very enjoyable. Um, I gotta turn off my Xbox and then I gotta get uh, my other computer ready here. Um, I need to go to this scene and turn that off. There we go. Ah, uh, we got to pull up something for the Old Republic. Realistic, if you're on vacation, you are traveling and not playing. If not like me, I'm working and spending time with my family, not playing games as much, or my kiddos are playing instead. Right, right, right. It's great to see how the channel's been doing four, uh, four, five, versus four or five months ago. Yeah, I mean, we 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 made a big, big change and a big, big risk, and we're going to be doing another big, big change in January on the bigger channel, and um, it just feels like that's what's required of us right now. Um, we have to make, you know, we have to make scary decisions because that's what that you know that's what's required of us. We're, we're we are not in a position. Um, we are, we are just not in a position where we can uh, sit idly by and uh, and hope that things, you know, get better or improve or whatever. Um, so, got to take my mom uh, to get treatment. Uh, see you, Techno. I basically stopped playing most games that have time-gated grinding uh, and even some Battle Pass seasonal content. I'm burnt out. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. If you guys are tuning in for my coverage of the Halo Christmas event or the Halo Winter event, um, we covered it, talked about it. If you want to see you know, the bulk of my argumentation, you can go to the first five minutes of this stream, and it's basically everything that I think, uh, everything that I... Um, I my, my, my summary of the, of the thing is that it's not set up and it's not conducive for for players that can't log in and play every day, um, and I think that's a problem. I think the same thing about their XP system. They did an update to the Halo Battle Pass, 
and like the Halo Infinite XP progression, they updated that, and I still think it's far more designed around players who have to, they want you to log in every day, and um, I I don't think that's a, I just don't think that's a good system. Uh, The only thing I need is Lono Shoutcasting. We are, uh, we're, oh, on your video, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That, that that is that is something we're looking at um how to regularly have like a shout casting thing because i miss it and i like it and i think if we apply ourselves you know for a couple of years here with everything that we're doing i think you know opportunities will present themselves again nice to see hard work paying off i mean it, it, it it's been yeah it's been tough it's been tough and i there's going to be elements of next year that will also be tough because we, we're going to have to do some pretty serious things to uh to the big channel and you'll you'll hear some of that tomorrow in the early conclusion of our uh you know the series we've been doing over there um there, tomorrow's an early conclusion and i explain like why we're ending it early what we had planned and what we'd like to see happen over there <clears throat> And come January, that channel's going to look and feel a lot different, and we, we hope that it is a, uh, it's a... We hope it's another decision that's going to be scary and painful, but yields results. Because coming over here, bringing the live stream over here was, was scary and a little painful. So... Yeah. And you guys have been amazing. If you've been a newer, you know, a newer subscriber or a newer person that hangs out and listens and lurks, I really appreciate it. The daily shows um, since right before Thanksgiving to now, it's just been... I don't know. It's just been a pretty significant turning point for everything that we've been doing and working on, and uh, we appreciate it very much. You just signed up for HBO Max? Yeah, I'm going to tell my wife, like, hey, hey, we've been working our way through Downton Abbey, and um, and we, uh, we're we going to have to watch that tonight. We're going to have to watch uh, The Matrix tonight on HBO um, before, before the holidays get here and it becomes impossible. <laughs> before the holidays get here and it becomes impossible to do or watch or, you know, do anything fighting games would kill that but I understand how much work that would be oh fighting games you would kill that no me shout casting has to be something where I have an inroad of understanding and fighting games number one there are people far more experienced and talented that I would never never outperform but if it's shout casting games like Apex Fortnite or Halo I think I can hold my own if not be a little bit standout I, I do I, I've, I've, I think I have the ability and the gifts to stand out in certain games that would never happen with a fighting game the guys that cast that stuff are on on, on, on just another level of insight and, and quick calls and just they're, they're excellent and I wouldn't I would have to do so much studying and work and it wouldn't be enjoyable for me I, a lot of the games that I cast, I sort of have a natural affinity for. They're a shooter. They're a battle royale. Like, it's a game that I can play and enjoy in small spurts. I just don't even like fighting games, so it wouldn't it wouldn't work very well, for sure. Yo, what's good, Black Superman? How are you? No Matrix for us here in Brazil. Uh, uh, uh. If the event had missed day protection... So by the 10th day, you've only unlocked two or three items, but you could unlock all the other items. Right, banking the missed day's dream. A lot of us said that they should be doing that, and maybe they will. Maybe they will. 
Ketchup and mustard for Mortal Kombat shoutcasting are amazing. Miss the MKX days. Yeah, yeah. What's your membership to submit shoutcasting analogies? Like, he's getting knocked around like a squirrel in a bobsled. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... It all goes back to we have people making decisions for a game that millions of people play and then they don't play at all. I I said that, Miguel. I said these feel like corporately driven decisions. They don't feel like gamer-minded decisions and I think that's a problem. Yo, it's good, Darth Nihilus. I just got rid of HBO uh, and now I'm going to have to get it back. <laughs> that's un- Yeah, that's unfortunate if you got rid of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to have to get it back again right if you're new and you hit subscribe today thank you for doing so make sure and take the poll at the top of the chat um and uh good results today almost 800 votes on the on there would you be able to play you know 10 out of the 14 days dracane says i logged in yesterday and got the first reward then i logged on today and didn't get the color scheme so i don't know what's up there oh wait so you've played both days oh dracane you probably have to wait for the afternoon reset right the game hasn't reset for the day yet. Sure, you played on the 21st and now you played on the 22nd, but you're going to probably have to wait until the game does its afternoon rollover. And then you can get the color. You need to know your business with a fighting game to shoutcast and the community's not forgiving. Oh, for sure. For sure. One of the things I always did with my Fortnite shoutcasting is I would make it I made the game make sense to people who didn't play, and that was what I always got praised for. They were like, you break it down so that I understand what in the world's going on, and like, I don't even play Fortnite. Well, the reason I was able to do that is because I played the game a lot, watched the game a lot, and I could make sense of it. You know, so you you have to have a, a at least some semblance of an inner working knowledge, you know what I mean? When is that now? Is it listed in the settings? It should be somewhere on the screen when you go to the store or something. Doesn't it say, you know, where does it do that? The daily clock. There should be some daily clock that says, you know, here here's when here's when the next daily challenge is coming or whatever. Where is that located? Waiting for the afternoon resets even worse. Now I definitely won't be able to get every item before the end of the event. Yeah, because you 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 have to play around their schedule. Fighting game community is a tough cookie. I don't really have any desire to, to have a presence in the fighting game community. I don't. That's just not my bag. It's not my world. Halo? That'd be fun. Sure. Call of Duty and Apex and Fortnite? Yeah, sure. Fun games. I like them. You know, even if I don't play them a bunch. There's definitely opportunities there, I think. We just have to... All we gotta do is, is we just gotta prove ourselves. I did it once. I can do it again. I shoutcasted Fortnite for two weeks, and I had one of the largest talent agencies reach out to me to shoutcast a tournament in Canada. And it didn't end up working out because Epic shut all the tournaments down, but just we just got to apply ourselves, you know? You generally have to play the game you shoutcast. Right. A lot of times they bring in talent and shoutcasters that don't play the game, and the audience gets irritated because it's clear that the person doesn't know what in the heck they're talking about, Right. Now, you can have a host who doesn't play the game, because a lot of the times for the host, they pick a, somebody that's, you know, pretty and attractive. They want a pretty face on camera. Nothing wrong with that, right? And they don't have a clue about the dadgum game, and they don't need to. Hey, what did that victory feel like? Let's go back to the desk, guys. What's shaping up in the next game? Like, they don't have to have an inner working knowledge. But if you're doing color commentary, 
you better be able to explain why somebody took the short route on B instead of the long route on C or nobody's going to want to listen to you uh it looks like it's to the left of the daily an hour and 11 minutes there you go I hope that was helpful to you I we, that that's probably not the greatest news but if you guys are tuning in for the Halo Christmas event or you know my thoughts on the the Halo Winter event and why it's time gated I shared my thoughts you know throughout this broadcast we've been streaming for about two hours and 45 minutes uh, we'd love to hear from you or to take the poll we like meeting new people new fans of Halo we do Halo Infinite custom games here on Friday nights um, but not this Friday night obviously because it's Christmas Eve but if you become a member you can join into those uh, festivities and get in our discord make sure you're subscribed with the bell button so you don't miss my daily coverage we are getting ready to shift gears into another stream about Star Wars The Old Republic and why you might want to be playing this game and checking it out next year um, based on things I read that they have talked about with their 10th anniversary yesterday uh, and their delayed update um, and everything that's coming what's good little Timmy Thank you, I didn't know it was required on a reset like that. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Those of you that subscribed, uh, and you're going to be coming back day in, day out, a lot of people treat me like video game radio. I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster, so you don't have to worry about when you click on one of my streams, like what you're going to hear. A lot of people do that to get through their work day. They throw it on in the background. Um, um, thank you. For whatever reason, people are finding my video um, about the my coverage of the IGN article is still getting play. It's still getting pull. Today's premiere, yeah, for those of you that are fans of Halo, today's premiere on our larger channel is about um, is about HCS and how well it did. Um, so if you don't want to miss that, make sure and, and subscribe to our Presents channel, SNTR Presents. This channel's SNTR uh, Gaming. We have multiple channels for for multiple different types of things. Volume just dropped. I don't think the volume just dropped. Did it drop for anybody else? Make SNTR lead development of 343. <laughs> Was it all volume, music, and everything, or just my microphone? I may have I may have like leaned away from the microphone or something. I definitely have it in a different position than I'm accustomed to, so I may have done something weird with my posture. I don't know. Um, not for me, no volume drop. Yeah, could just be YouTube being YouTube. You know? Just YouTube being YouTube, baby. The HCS is back. Yeah, that's a nice thumbnail. That looks dope. That looks really good. That looks super good. No change at all, same volume. Okay. Well, that's good to know. All right, let me customize gaming. And let's swap this for this and this for this. Do that. And then go over here. Okay. HCS uh, was great at the end, but was kind of boring at the start. But I guess that is... Uh, something to expect because the start is weeding out all the bad teams yeah the video that's premiering today on presents 
So if you guys are a fan of Halo, um, we, we, we've got another channel that's going to be covering like things that happen in the industry, like YouTube, the Purple Platform, Facebook Gaming, even a video like, like TikTok's getting into streaming. Or it'll be videos about like esports things, like Jake Lucky leaving the esports news desk and uh, HCS and the results. I break down the viewership and how it started and where it ended up, and I think it makes good sense of like the prelims and the brackets and stuff that those pools those starting pools they're never going to be they're never going to be that strong viewership wise they just aren't so the crescendo i think proves that the arena might be back it might be back what is hcs the um halo championship what's the s i thought it was hcl halo championship league I thought, what H? I know it's HCS, but I thought it was HCL. Was Halo Championship Sports? What's it stand for? Oh, series. Halo Championship Series. Sorry. Yeah, I thought it was HCL for a second. I thought it was Halo Championship League. Yeah, my bad. It's just generic. Yeah, the last word is generic. Yeah, Halo Championship Series. There we go. the chats being rated with Halo Championship Series. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Halo chart score uh, for all of the old folks. <laughs> Raleigh was just the open. Yeah, they're just getting started. Yeah, they're just getting started. It was just the open. They're, they've got they've got more coming, so it it's um we're gonna continue to track it, obviously. Uh, and congratulations to Cloud Nine, obviously for winning. Good for them. Good for them. Where do you get your background music from? We use Harris Heller's stuff. Uh, he has lo-fi, he has synthwave, he has all kind of stuff. I wish they would add more to the synthwave. Um, they did like a Christmas one, but I didn't want to use it. Are you going to cover the Max Exodus from Ubisoft? Um, yeah, maybe. I, I definitely feel like we're in a place now with SNTR Gaming that we could cover stuff that's more like that, that might be a little, like, touchy, but, like, still, like, hey, we should touch on this. Ubisoft's having a mass exodus. Um, so how many of you guys would consume a video that, so for SNTR updates, we go into like this scene and I'm like, this is an SNTR update, you know, Halo Infinite winter event is here and it is time gated to heckin back. And like, I break everything down for four minutes. How many of you would watch or do you consume videos where somebody be like, Here's your daily or weekly rundown of gaming news. And it would be like real rapid fire snippets. You know, like, hey, there was a Assassin's Creed Ragnarok trailer, and there was a mass exodus at Ubisoft, and uh, there's new Spider-Man skins in Fortnite. Do you d- does content like that land on you? Do you watch that kind of stuff? Would that be something that you would find like, oh yeah, I'd like to get that daily or weekly or something? No harm in a mashup at the end of the week, like a roundup. 
I like gaming news. I could deal with that. Sounds dope. I would enjoy that. A guy named uh, Boogie used to do that before he fell off. It generated a lot of views, and I would watch them. I like that, but I do like elaboration as well. I we, We've been brainstorming about the updates channel and, and trying to give it more videos, and we're having different opinions about it. Like, a weekly summary of everything I covered is, is something he thinks would be good, Creature thinks would be good. I think a literal daily video that would be like, basically, here's all the stuff we didn't cover. Here's all the stuff we didn't cover. I'm not going to say the name, but like a daily video that's like, here's your here's your daily gaming news, and it would be a little bit longer than those little four minutes. So, even though I come here for the more drawn out talks, I would enjoy it because it's a lot of gaming. There's a lot of in gaming that I miss. Short series of gaming news would be beneficial for me. Okay, okay. I would love that like weekly or bi-weekly constant update all around the channel that's not uh, the big ones. I wouldn't mind doing that so I'm constantly popping in and out. Right. You say the name it'll be on Forbes by 3pm. Right, 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 right. Daily might be too much. Yeah, maybe every other day because there, there is a lot of stuff that we throw over our shoulder. We're like, yeah, no. Like, I can't do an entire live stream about Assassin's Creed Valhalla Ragnarok trailer. I I can't do a live stream about that, but I could certainly tell you about it in a really quick news segment. Yeah, SkillUp does a weekly thing. My concern is functionally, the weekly thing works for him because he's huge. If I'm covering something on a Friday that broke on a Tuesday and I jam it into a weekly video, it's not relevant anymore. But the time has passed. He's so big that everybody wants to hear his thoughts on everything that happened that week. I'm not there. I'm trying to be more functional. Hey, every day you're going to get hit with a video just summarizing all the nonsense that's going on. One out of the one out of the group might interest you. Real quick morsel, bam. You know, real quick morsel. So then you're like, oh, well, I'm interested in the AC Valhalla Ragnarok trailer. I'm going to go look for that. Or, oh wow, I I play Fortnite periodically. There's new skins. There's Spider-Man. Da da da. I'll go check that out. You know what I mean? Like. You know, I'd, I'd get you three, maybe four stories just real quick, boom, 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 and then you'd be like, you'd, you'd be interested in watching it because if you're not interested in it, who cares? I only talk about the thing you're not interested in for, you know, 80 seconds. Most isn't worth more than a few minutes. It's more suited for quick articles. Right, and if we could give you that kind of a morsel every day, would that be something? Because this is what we're, con- this is one of the con- concerns I've, I've developed is the SNTR Updates channel the videos don't do that well and the reason I don't think they do that well is because so many people are faithfully showing up to this live stream why would you go watch that segment again you already saw it or you already watched the VOD here and saw it it's the first five minutes of the VOD I think repurposing the content makes perfectly good sense because it's a very different channel than a live channel but I worry that 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 stuff's never going anywhere it's not going anywhere because like most of you already saw it but an eight minute video that's like hey you guys might have missed this. Like there was a there was a trailer for this. There was a trailer for that. You know what I mean? There's so much in that little clip. Like yeah, just a really quick flyover. Hey guys, Gorilla Games tweeted out a Meet the Machines video. You're gonna want to check out if you're interested in Horizon Forbidden West. It breaks down. Boom, 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 boom. Bullet points. Also in gaming news. You know what I mean? 
And so it'd be an eight minute video and you'd be able to slam so much more into it. Because my ability to crank out content is not in doubt. I, I, I can slam out a one take eight minute video without breaking a dadgum sweat. But I can't do an entire stream full of that. It doesn't work. When we're in the zone, we got to stay in the zone. I can't suddenly be like, all right, guys, it's time to do a micro news segment. You'd be like, what the frick is happening? But in the in a morsel, in a video, bam, upload, it could do very well, I think. A daily or every other day heads up segments would be great. Okay, we appreciate the feedback. Would that add to the workload? No, not really. We've got a time slot where it would fit. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't disrupt our, our, uh, our work-life balance. It wouldn't. So that's good feedback. Thank you. Because I'm just, every day, we're just throwing gaming news over our shoulder, and I'm like, man, so much of this would be, would be potentially helpful to people. We're just not talking about it because a, a, a three-hour live stream can't live off of an announcement. Like, there's a DLC coming. Like, you, uh, uh, we can't live off that, right? A live stream is a different animal, you know? And we've really, really learned how to navigate the live streams well. I'm really pleased with what we're doing here, right? So... Alright, there is a link in chat. That is where we are going. This next stream, this next topic is is why you might want to play Star Wars The Old Republic next year. Alright? I'm going to do a live redirect, so you should come with me. If you don't come with me, it should just roll you over to the next stream. If you don't come with me, no worries. No worries. You can click the link in chat if it doesn't work. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This episode of SNTR Gaming News is going to be about Star Wars The Old Republic and why you might want to check this game out in 2022. Big things coming. Sort of feels like a slow remake remaster. And I want to walk through an update that they did. Right here at the start of the stream, I give you basically the meat of what we're going to talk about. And then it's like a three hour long video where we break it down with the live audience. And I am going to do a redirect to 